Okay, there we're starting. Wait, down the party and Jody. It, it was kids. And yes, what? it was in the nineties. I promise. There, there was, was nowhere else to go to party yeah. at the time. Well, I'm telling you, I got bit by a, I got mind. bit by a dog. That night. Elena, you're not helping. We just found out Elena was unpopular. Is what we just found out. <laughs> Completely unpopular. <laughs> she said. She says. She says that big parties didn't happen in high school. No. Psst, don't invite Elena. I mean, I guess maybe, maybe that's true. I don't know. A nerd. <laughs> <laughs> she, we were watching the Hooters video. I recommend everyone. <laughs> and we dance. Pull it up on YouTube and watch the Hooters and we dance. These boys, they go in and they rock out in a drive-in movie theater. They sure now, perhaps do. a party like that didn't happen. Right. No. But she's also she talked about, uh, I'm putting words in your mouth, yeah. but she said that there's no possible way ever in all the different universes. <laughs> Days and Confused, parties like that didn't happen. All the I, different I've never watched Days and Confused. What? No. What is wrong with you? What the blue fuck? <laughs> Blue I want to call fuck? you the N word. <laughs> I said, "What in the blue fuck?" I said, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the N word thing still got me. Uh, but uh, uh, she says that parties, uh, like big parties, like forty, fifty, sixty, hundreds of people, didn't happen, and they did often. Yeah, I mean, often every weekend because people think that you think the cool kid at school had good parents. They didn't. No. That's why the cool kid at school is a fucking loser now. <laughs> so Trust am I a nerd or am I cool? Because I didn't go to anything like that. Not even in college. Like, it just didn't No, happen. you're cool now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. But the cool <laughs> kid's parents was at the party with them. Yeah. yeah. The cool kids would... And the, other... The parents would stay upstairs in their room or whatever and let... <clears throat> Bedlam happened. I mean, I tell you what. I mean, I've seen other kids' parents there partying with the parents and the kids. Sure, yeah, yeah, seen it. I mean, yeah, there were a few parents that, but I'm saying like these full on like house parties that are always depicted in like films. Like it just well never happened. In- example: We had a friend. We'll call him Rick Harper because that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> he lived up on uh, which street it was, Summersville, up there. His parents would go out of town. And they were cool with us, like six, eight people hanging out. They would go out of town, and we would run shuttles to pick people up so it wouldn't look like there was 100 people at his house, and there would be 100 people God at his house. You're brilliant. Absolutely. We would run shuttles. There'd be four or five cars. How many people were at school with you then? We had, a, in my class, not just people that went to school. There was people that were homeschooled. Well, sure. I mean, sure. But there was older people. Yeah. There were... See, I didn't go to any parties but in high school. That sounds so scary. <laughs> like, oh, it's here's scary. the thing: All these everybody knew. Everybody out. knew there was a party going on, but the cops couldn't really do anything because nobody's outside. Nobody's loud. The music was loud, but the houses were far enough. They would drive by and shine lights in the front yard, hoping that somebody was outside or right. on, really? on public property or whatever. And we made sure to keep it in the backyard. Uh, or in Golly the Bridge Police used to do that. Uh, at my buddy's house every weekend, really? they come That's up crazy. and shine. Yeah, we had parties I mean, in Boomer like every fucking weekend. <clears throat> yeah, we would. We are you guys exaggerating at all? No, 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 no. no. Is, hey, now apparently I was a loser. House, uh, no, a your parents of, cared about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, my parents loved me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of the times, the house party would make its way up to the shooting range. Yes. And then that's whenever the cops would show up and everybody would dive into the woods. 
Yeah. It was a lot. Of we fun. also had a spot known as the sand dunes. Don't know why. No sand, no dunes. But we would drive up old mining roads and find, and there was a spot where everybody would party. Cops knew about it. And we would have 100, 200, lots of people up there. Everybody would bring their own beer and everybody, big yeah. bonfire. It was, a, it was a thing. Jody had the turn. Yeah. The turn would be fucking packed. Here's packed. a good one. Here's I've a good heard one. this, but I've yeah. never seen more than like five people at no, the turn. Would be that packed. was the place to fucking go. In fact, there's a lot of people that used to go there in high school that still go there. In- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and they're in their 50s. <laughs> they're in their 50s. Um, well, I, remember I mean, the- I guess I'm glad I'm not that cool, you know? <laughs> I remember the last time there was a party at the Sand Dunes. Me and my buddies organized it. Hey, everybody, we're going to the dunes tonight. Where are you going tonight, Dutch? We're going to the dunes. The dunes, bro, dunes. And we were late getting to the party, and we're driving up to the dunes, and we see cops hauling people out of the dunes. And we were like, I guess we're not going to the dunes, fellas. We turned around. <laughs> Because the cops knew about it. There was the DNR officers would be up there on four wheelers and eating. I was told I wasn't there when they came. You heard and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so the DNR. <laughs> and then the cops would come up there and haul everybody off or make. They didn't really arrest anybody unless they were hammered. They would just take them home. We got probably. kicked out of uh, fucking Summersville every fucking Memorial Day. Like at the lake? Yes. Oh, okay. And now I'm one of the people who's up there with family, and, and I'm you're thinking p- I'd be kicking the shit out of people like <laughs> me, and I would. Oh, I'd be like, fuck you. Come here. I don't know how like, we avoided it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, we never had more than like five to eight people. Like, that was too many. Like, that's I, a get-together. So yeah, that's not a part of gathering. <laughs> I guess maybe that's part of it, too. That's like. a book club. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't like that's a people. That's a quilting bee. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> we there was full on ragers. Like it was in, it was absurd. I'm glad I don't do it anymore. Like it's I've had I've stupid. had forty people in here. He I've has never, had a lot of parked up road. and down the the road. Everybody in the on the whole hill knows what's up. They're like, why didn't he invite us? <laughs> I'm like, don't know you. Don't I, care. That, I'm really glad I'm not that that person anymore because I've got that house across the street now. I could put. 200 people in that fucking house <laughs> upstairs and down and on the fucking back deck. And, and I live down. around people that don't care how noisy you are. <laughs> right. They, none of these people care. I, I, could I don't know. Throw, I just don't want people I just, anymore. I used to throw, there used to be I've lots heard of people. about it. See, I, I can count the times I had fun on shit like that on one fucking hand. I usually it had wasn't fun. wasn't fun. I mean, it, yeah, I don't uh, <laughs> yeah, I had a pretty good time. I had a pretty good time. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, but you're you and I'm me. I mean, it's true. I just, I never. It's true. You know, it's that's, sort just of my na- that's just my nature. I liked it better whenever I was having the parties here because whenever I decided it was over, it was over. Oh, yes. Everybody well, out. It was, no, that's exactly how it happened. You are allowed to stay. You are allowed to stay. You are allowed to stay. Everybody else, be gone. But I'm really hammered. Don't care. No, I didn't Should've tell you to come. That. Didn't invite you. Don't know you. <laughs> I saw you kick somebody out of here one night. It was pretty great. Who was it? Say the full name. No, it's this girl who came with. You remember this? Who'd she come with? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I was. You remember that? that? I sure do. And he kicked oh, her the fuck out. Yeah. You could just get the fuck out. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> and she kind of like looked at him and smiled and looked at him, and Eric went. <laughs> yeah, Eric was like, nah, man. Eric 
Nah, we're leaving. <laughs> you can get the fuck out. <laughs> I remember that. She was was so pop- I don't she even was know so what she was talking shit about. Goddamn obnoxious. You, you guys, you got, yeah. And I and could see it wearing on Dutch. Like It was like waves washing up on a beach and watch, watching the She would the say something away. and Dutch would fire back at her. <laughs> I wasn't. I remember, I remember that. And it was building and hey, building. I'm yeah. like, this is happening. I her later. This is happening. Was it a fight night or a ball game? Fight night. Was it a fight? I don't picture remember. Higgins and Shelton being here. They were. They had gone by that time. Okay. So it was late. Yes, yeah. it was. Oh my word! They'd come in after. It was late when they came in. We were still drinking. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I might have been sober. You weren't drinking. I was sober Maybe. at this point. Yeah. Because I've been sober for twelve years. Yeah, it's been about that so long. So it was right after you got sober, probably. <laughs> God damn! And that was a fucking baptism of fire. I'm like, I need a fucking beer. <laughs> Awesome. Can I talk about the first time I met you? Because we we laughed about this the other day. I made pizza and brought it in, and you walk in, you're like, "Mm, artisan pizzas. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I met you. (laughs) Those were good pizzas. They were great. (laughs) Artisan pizzas. (laughs) They were pretty artisan. (laughs) You're not gay, but you are. I'm not a gay fag. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, we have fun. We have fun. What a great show. Seriously, guys, go look up the Hooters and we danced. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Then do um, In a Big Country. By the, big yeah, country. then do In a Big Country. Then That's a great let's show. spice it up. W- Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush. Oh, fuck. Just because it's weird. We can't play that on here, can we? Cannot. God no. damn it. No, I love that fucking. That song's gotten in my head. I don't. I watched somebody do like a breakdown of it. It's in my why it's weird, really bad. Why it's weird? Now it's been in my head for the last week and a half or so. I don't know this song. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's really good. It was Kate Bush's odd first single whenever she was 19 years old, and it's one of the weirdest songs I ever heard. She sings it in a really high register. Normally she has like a husky like like a normal female voice. She sings it in a really high register because the character in the song is a ghost and she said well I figured she should sound ethereal so I used my higher register Wuthering Heights by Emily okay. Bronte yeah I listened to it on the ride home it's, it's really good and also musically it's the one of the weirdest songs I've ever seen I would have never, like, never thought to put those chords together hmm. you're going to have to write those songs down before I leave because I'm going to sit in my house this evening and fucking put in my earbuds and listen to those songs like repeat <laughs> repeat <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a song by this uh, group, this new punk girl punk group I found out about, the Anti Queens. I must have listened to that song fifty times that day. Watch the video because they're like all cute. And I'm like, this is really badass. <laughs> Hit it again. <laughs> I'll do that every once in a while. I'll get on a song. I'll pick like odd songs. Like, okay, there'll usually be a theme. Like, eighty songs. Uh, Waiting for a Star to Fall is another one. Waiting for a Star And they have all the fucking, that one I get choked up about because they have all the fucking. Back into your arm, baby. What the hell is the one? They've got a a video of that with all the 80s stuff on it. Like from the beginning to the end, it's 80s stuff. And it almost draws me to tears sometimes because it's just like, this is the most awesome fucking thing I've ever seen. Because it's my whole childhood in five minutes. I mean, from all of it. I mean, it's crazy. Cartoon. They got a cartoon segment. They've got sitcoms. They got movies. They've got you know, it's crazy. It's really good. And then, you know, the and we dance by the Hooters, and then Big Country, and then um, there's at least one more good, really good '80s tune that I listen to. This must be the place by Talking Heads. Fuck yes, it gets me sometimes. That's that's the one. That's on Wall Street. 
I loved you in Wall Street. (laughs) That's a good movie. What the hot shots? (laughs) (laughs) Wall Street. (laughs) Was that Wall was that hot shots? Yeah, Yeah. whenever because Martin Sheen and Martin is in a boat. Okay, yeah. In (laughs) Apocalypse Now. And then Charlie Sheen is in a boat in hot shots and they're starting to cross each other's path. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. I love those movies. <laughs> they're good they're I mean, for what they do. Yeah. You know, I watched, I watched them. Airplane again the other day. Then holy fuck, yeah, what a great. funny ass movie. Yeah. So it's the best. <laughs> I, like when she, I like when she leaves, he just looks at the camera. What a pisser. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of comedy gets me every single time. I like oh, the two people left. arguing over the fucking radio. The white zone is for parking. <laughs> no, the red zone is for parking. <laughs> you just say what you want to, Dan. You want me to get an abortion. It's really the only thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so silly and stupid I love it And then the captain said uh, He's got the Mayo Clinic on I, I don't know I can't remember the joke But it's set up perfectly Ham is the other guy I got a Dr. Ham Alright put ham Give me ham on five Hold the Mayo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's so dumb Did you ever watch um, Andrew Char- Angie Tribeca No With uh, It was fucking fun Angie um, Tribeca What's her thing? Rashida. Rashida. Yeah. I like Rashida her a lot. Jones. It's it's yeah. very much in that same lane. Sure. It was great. I heard in, it was good. I mean, there has to be a She's thousand in Toast jokes. of Tinseltown. Yes. How, how, how have you watched Toast of Tinseltown? It's on the Roku channel. God damn it. Okay. You just have to download the Roku channel. There's something I want to watch on one of those channels. But it's on there. It is. Oh, there's a there's a movie that just came out. Uh it's an animated movie called Mad God. I've been wanting to watch this. Have you heard about this? No. The guy have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I never touched my Tonight Show money. <laughs> <laughs> How about a movie that's a heist movie where people try to jack his Jay Tonight Show? Tonight Show that's money. fantastic. Oh <laughs> and his cars. That's good. It has to end in a car chase. <laughs> and it has to have Jay Leno on his on his rocket bike. No, he's chasing you and and uh like like he goes through his library of vehicles, like he wrecks this one. <laughs> then he's got another vehicle he's coming at you. Or there's infinite Jay Leno's and infinite cars. <laughs> I think we've got a winner. <laughs> That's it. Can and the way and the way and the way we get it out money chair. Money chair. We you have throw, to throw the money in the money. You have to fight the dancing Edos to get to his money. <laughs> That's an old reference. You get it. I'm not sure if you guys get it. I don't get it. During the OJ trial, he had the Dancing, dancing Edos. The Judge Edos would all dance at the beginning of the show. It's not the funniest one, though. I've been watching old Conan clips. He's got the racist old singer. Have you seen this one? I don't remember the racist. Then he's got Hannigan, the fucking traveling salesman. It's the same guy who does the same shit every time. It's the same guy who does the traveling salesman, the racist crooner, <laughs> who's a ghost. It's just me sitting there saying, oh, you got an Irish temper. I got a song for you. <laughs> the Irish shouldn't breed. The Irish shouldn't breed. <laughs> Old Conan was great. He also has good points. <laughs> <laughs> then he had he had uh, Frankenstein wasting a minute of our time. You ever see those? It's just a guy dressed up like Frankenstein. He'll just, the camera will be running. Uh, uh, yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah. And he'll point to gum or something on the ground. <laughs> 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 he has. I there is no argument over who is the best besides Johnny Carson and me. It's Conan. Conan is the best besides Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson is the best ever. That's, Conan's great, but Carson was another generation too. That was my generation. So see, I I have no loyalty to Carson. Program called uh, Frankenstein Waste. Oh, that's the um, <laughs> the top Walker Texas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking awesome. <laughs> 
In this segment, uh, Frankenstein comes out here, acts as if he has something really cool to show us. I like how he spoils the bit beforehand. (laughs) But it doesn't make it any less funny. Complete waste of time and not at all exciting. (laughs) Tonight, Frankenstein has promised me, given me his word, that he really does have something amazing to show us, something pretty cool and electric. He claims it's fantastic. So... I better watch I this live. Him. Let's get him out here and have Frankenstein. He's so fucking funny, too. The guy's dressed up like Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Why Frankenstein? That's <laughs> I just settle it's on like that. random. I love it. Hi, Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, ready to waste a minute of our time? <laughs> okay. Are you promise you have something really exciting to show us this time? <laughs> <laughs> Great, then Frankenstein, show us what you've got. Okay, he's headed. He's headed backstage. <laughs> what he always does. He's back behind. He's headed. Okay, look, he's headed back through the. Uh, that's the sort of props area, backstage area, past where the music loads in. He's headed back towards. Those are sort of where the dressing rooms are. I don't know where he's going, and it's headed for. Oh my God! Look, it's it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> 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 we don't want to see a light switch. Yeah, what? Huh? Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Now look up. Look up the racist crooner. The the crooning ghost or whatever it is. It's. I was howling. I was watching clips of it at work, laughing so fucking hard. I was going to get fired. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. This is uh, before or after the lever. It was after the lever because he said Kanye West. The lever was around 99, 2000. It's on everybody's minds lately. I'm talking about the economy. Our economy's in some trouble at the the moment. Some people, doom and gloom sayers, are comparing this crisis to the Great Depression, and I'm just not so sure that we can draw that analogy. Ba, 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 boom. <laughs> what the hell was that? Ba, 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 boom. Where's that singing coming from? It's coming from me. Ba, 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 boom. Such oh, my God. It, it's a ghost, everybody. Yeah, a- that's right, Junior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. I guess a ghost just it. gets applause. All yeah. right. Well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right, Junior. The name's Artie Candle. I used to sing in this studio back during the Great Depression. You know, that's right. This used to be a radio studio back in the 1930s. Did you uh, sing songs on the old NBC radio show? Yeah, sure did. Wrote all my own songs, too. Of course, my little songs would probably sound pretty old-fashioned and corny today. Well, I, I don't think so at all. I'll tell you something. We're going through some tough times here. And, and, and just like back in the old days. So maybe one of your Depression-era songs would cheer us up right now. What do you think, folks? Yeah. Sure, I think so. What do you say? Why don't you give us a little something? Well, you're too kind, folks. Okay. Here's a little ditty I wrote right after the big stock market crash of 29. Okay. All right. Lots of people didn't have much money back then, and I wrote this little tune to cheer people up a little. Sounds good. Oh, the market crashed, and that was quite a shock. (laughs) Now the poor folks are lined up around the block. They all need food and jobs, but I hate those lazy slobs, and I'd love to bash their heads in with a rock. <laughs> Wait, Craggedy, stop. He does that after every... <laughs> Smack it in, dude. <laughs> Pretty good. There's, there's hours of that shit. Okay. He's the same guy, I think. It might be the same guy that's uh, 
Preparation H. Raymond. Okay. You ever seen him? That is not Preparation H. Raymond. It probably isn't. You're it right. is not. <clears throat> Preparation H. Raymond is a little bit more of a ratty looking fellow. Yeah, he is. But he's also that that he is the uh, the traveling salesman Hannigan who just sells awful stuff. I'm not a I'm not a salesman. Let me say you something. <laughs> he says it every time. Mm. Yeah. How wonderful racism. Yes. Haven't seen you guys in a while. It's been a little bit. How long, when was the last time you guys were on this? November. Yeah, it was before. I think it was before the new year. Yeah. Sounds like Dang. I think November sounds right. <clears throat> November sounds yeah. about right. So how's it been going? Still got the baby. Yeah, yeah. she's still That's hanging pretty cool. around. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't given up on it yet. No. Yeah. Well, okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Caught up. Caught up. All right. Sweet. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. <laughs> no, that's not the right one. That's uh, uh, killed the gag. Yeah. Well. Oh well. Anybody got anything? Are you excited <laughs> about the Super Bowl? Anybody excited nope. about the Super Bowl? No, not at all. I'm excited about one thing that's going to happen during the ads for the Super Bowl, which we're going to get a Deadpool three trailer. Is that? What, is it? You're staking your hopes for the movie industry <laughs> on Deadpool. On Deadpool, <laughs> I am. What was his uh, last big letdown? What was your big letdown, Marvel wise? That you hoped it's been for. Eternals. We we you yeah, were kind the of, Eternals was bad. We, we were kind of optimistic. We were, but then the closer we got, I was like, I don't know about this. I don't uh. know how it's going to fit. I don't know. Um, Turns out it didn't. It sucked. Never watched it. Sucked. It, it, it was, was garbage, trash, <laughs> complete Absolute trash, piece waste of, of time. On the other hand, God though, should kill everybody involved. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, that though, bad, huh? Um, I went through this thing where I watched the Spider-Verse movies like over and over at one mm-hmm. point too, and I realized how fucking great they are. They're awesome. And it kind of reinvigorated my thing for the comic book movie. Like okay. I'm, I'm, uh, well, Deadpool is the only thing coming out from Marvel this year, like at all. So Not at all. <laughs> the only movie. The only movie. Right. But they have also scrapped what they're going to do with Daredevil and they're just bringing back Netflix, Netflix Daredevil. That's all they're doing. Oh, is that what's happening? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Uh-huh. That's good because that show is good. Yeah. They I think they're starting to see that they can't just keep pushing shit mm-hmm. and it's not going and it's not going to work. So What's this Spider Chick movie coming out? Madam Web probably yeah. trash. Uh, it's a piece of shit. But it's got Sydney Sweeney and she's got giant tits and Big a retarded face honkers. and she's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> is it <laughs> giant tits <laughs> retarded face. Now is it like Marvel Canon? It no. Okay, Sony owns Spider Man. It's Spider-Man. called cashing in. Okay, it is, and it's also called not learning your lesson from doing this shit. Okay, so many fucking times before. Um, Venom is a modest success at best. Um, Mo- Morbius was complete garbage. It, Morbius was really bad, and then <clears throat> did anyone think it was going to be good? No. I thought it had potential. <laughs> the I really trailer did. was the worst. Yeah, the trailer, trailer was. Bad. Yeah, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this "Well, you're a doctor. You're supposed to save people." Not- <laughs> Blood. I mean, they actually say something like that like, in there. They put everything from the movie in it. Yeah. Well, do you, you guys aren't Blah. as online as I am, but they uh, the movie bombed, sucked. Everybody hated it. Oh yeah, it's and then somebody tweeted, "My favorite part of Morbius was whenever yeah, he was getting ready this. to get into a fight, and he said it's Morbin time." And then Morbin time took off and inspired Sony to put it back in theaters, what? losing tens of millions of dollars. <laughs> I remember them bringing it back to theater. Nobody did went really, and saw it. Did he really say that? It's he did not time. say it. No, he didn't. That's not in there. 
it's Mormon time. It's like what they did when they had the most, the biggest cash grab thing I've ever heard of. This, this, this is a good topic. Is when they had three men and a baby, and they had the legend of the ghost in that movie, and it took off. Like it's one of the first urban legends. It was viral yeah, before the it was viral. So then NBC put it on the fucking air because that shit happened. So so, so people could look for the ghost. There is no ghost. It's a cardboard cutout of Ted Danson. They just stuck in the fucking court. And everybody's like, oh, there it is. And we all freaked out, you know, our generation. It's there. It's there. We see it. There wasn't anything. It's like the suicide in um, Wizard of Oz. Somebody that, hanging from the face. Is that trees. not true? No, it's like an ostrich or something. Uh, I have no clue if it's an true. An ostrich? Yeah. They had animals on set, and that was just happened to be a wandering animal on the back of the set. But like the I'm things that sure really that's happened on that set are still scary enough. So like, an ostrich yeah. committed suicide. <laughs> what on Wizard of Oz? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that era of Hollywood. Like apparently the, I mean, they, had all the, tape, they had to tape Judy Garland's tits down. Well, well and, yeah, uh, and all the little all the the munchkins. Yeah. Apparently, there was a lot of sexual harassment done by those guys. Yeah. <laughs> the, did you not hear the Willow story? Where hey, fucking, let me clap them cheeks, lady. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. That was fucking great. Ron Ron Howard, I think it was Ron Howard, had gone to his car during the filming of Willow because he directed Willow. And the midgets from Willow were having a fucking orgy in his car. Is this a true statement? Yes, is it is. This really that's happened. Hilarious. It is. Huh. They're not called midgets anymore. They're called half men. <laughs> Cutoffs. <laughs> Gene jokes. A gaggle of Tyrion Lance. <laughs> Now the woman who played the witch, like <laughs> she got fucked up. Like she what's got, it from the paint? Yeah, the paint yeah. fucked her up, and then she got burnt for real. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like half she had like second degree burns on her face, and like continued to put this paint on her. Like she was Buddy Epson. Up. Buddy Epson, who played Jed Clampett, was originally the 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 Tin Man. Yeah, he's super talented. He could dance all kinds of stuff. Yes, he had aluminum paint, and it poisoned him so bad it almost fucking yes. killed him. Well, he couldn't because wow. you uh, it covered the pores of your skin, and you well, suffocated. He was and he, he suffocated. Yeah, because you still you need your skin to be open so you can breathe. Right, that's right. wild. Yeah. Isn't it yeah. weird? Yeah. And he he nearly died. Yeah. Yeah, he, like he didn't game. show up, and they were like, "What? What's going on?" Or what's something. What's going like on? What happened yeah. to Buddy Epson? <laughs> the, uh, Where's Buddy? Epson? He's fired. See, he's fired. <laughs> and then they said the I heard like a whole podcast <clears throat> on this. The lion suit was like ex- a real lion. A real lion <laughs> that they had killed, and it was so heavy. <laughs> like this guy was Jesus like, almost Christ. Died. Yeah, that's real. That really happened. <laughs> it's like a real king of the forest. <laughs> it was a real lion. That's not the worst story. They had a they had a Tarzan movie, right? But in black and white. And the guy had raised a lion from a cub his whole life, who was the star of the movie, killed the lion on fucking screen with a knife, stuck it in its fucking jugular to do the killing of the lion scene. That really happened. You can still see it. Good Lord. That is fucking truth. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. I mean, they just... Who cares? Huh. It's, like, it's an animal. You know? yeah. uh, what what year was it? In the 30s. So I mean, it was a different time, but still pretty wild. That's crazy. <laughs> Even back then, people were like, oh, shit, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> he raised it. That's pretty nice. That made it worse. Yeah. The lion says, hey, we're playing. And yeah. it jumps up on his shoulders and they stuck it. I mean, that's that, you can tell in the video that's what happened. The lion was just playing with him and he stuck it in the fucking neck. Aww. And... Did the lion have time to look like, you motherfucker, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Was everybody just like me when Scar like threw Mufasa off the ledge? There's a meme going around that's actually very funny. It's a, a guy with, he said, uh, the caption is, my son was having nightmares 
of the bad lion in Lion King. And then he, there's a painting. So I, drew, so I made a painting of me absolutely starching that line. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's really I funny. Think the, the, I think the term starching is what makes uh, it so t- much yeah. Starching is a very great it's, thing to say. There's a, there is a cat video where one cat has the other cat's paws and throws them off. And somebody set the music to it from the Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Were they like on a roof yes. or something? Yes. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I like movie stories, stories about behind the scenes and. There's so the many. Wizard of Oz is fucked. Yeah, it's really bad. They made Judy Garland smoke, so she wouldn't gain too much weight. Yeah. Yeah, her weight was a big deal. It's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Um. How old was she during that movie? She was because she was playing like a kid, right? She's like 19 or some shit. She was, I think. Yeah, I think she was of age. But. But she like had like real big tits, and they had of age tits back then down. was 11. It's true. <laughs> they were pretty ruthless to her. Oh, the, the the shit they did to the Little Rascals is awful. Each one of them. <laughs> but all their lives sucked. Like Alfalfa Schweitzer got shot and killed over a $5 card game. $5 was a lot of money back then. <laughs> and I heard Alfalfa had tendency to slap off at the mouth. <laughs> he was cracking wise. He will not be missed. <laughs> he was apparently a terror. They had these... The lights back then, of course, were before they had any kind of modern. So they're hot, just absolutely burn the shit. He would piss on them <laughs> and stink everybody out of the fucking studio. He was that kind of kid. He was also in It's a Wonderful Life for like thirty seconds. Hmm. I've never watched that movie. You haven't? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! Dude. It's a Wonderful Life is pretty good. Yeah, it's great. I always say I'm going to watch it every year, and then I forget. Well, well, the bankers are taking my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take it out of you, Potter. <laughs> <laughs> There's on Saturday Night Live. They have the the the. Have you seen that? The of course I have. There's a Saturday Night Live skit where they found the original cut of <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life, and they get into Potter's office to kick the shit out of him. And he's like doing wrestling moves. Yeah. On. <laughs> Why well, ought I pound you? So it's not And he stands up. Look, he's nothing but a fraud. He's not even a cripple. <laughs> <laughs> Cripple's a fun word. You can't call people that anymore. Sure can't. <laughs> Huh. I guess yeah. I've thought about that. Yeah. You can't be like, hey, look at that cripple. You know? I mean, what what if that I mean, person it's in the Bible. is crippled? Jesus healed the cripples. Well, then they're disabled. Gotcha. Handicapable. Differently abled. Handicapable. Different. There you go. George Carlin had a whole bit about that. Let's talk about that. The AI yeah. George Carlin thing for a second. Do you okay. have a problem with that? Do you have a problem with that? Do you have a problem with the, the AI George Carlin? The what? AI George Carlin. I don't like oh. it. Do you know who did it? Um, I, they did a Shane Gillis and them did or something. No, that'd be Sass. it'd be way better if Shane Gillis did. Sasso did it. Oh, and they also revealed, as I stated, that Chad Colchin wrote all the shit. Oh, they did. And reveal they just that? they Chad Colchin wrote it. Then they recorded it, and then they AI laid over. George okay, Carlin, so the which they did with Tom Brady. So AI did not write the no. The comment. There's too much shit. Okay, and I, yeah, that, I listen I to Chad Colchin. He talks a lot about poop. Yeah. Okay. Like it's Will Sasso and Chad Culture. Okay, I mean, the dudesy. Me and Frampton. Frampton came down like a few weeks ago when we were talking about it. And Carlin is his favorite comedian, and he was absolutely appalled by it. You know, so is Carlin's daughter. You know, she wasn't happy. You know, I don't know, man. I think people's reactions about things are pretty extreme. Like I'm a fan of people. Like the whole Bruce Lee thing. I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood the other day again. Greatest fucking movie ever. Also, that actually it's happened. Great. Yeah, that's Judo Jean LaBelle. Judo Jean LaBelle fucked him up in the back. Well, apparently it was a draw. Like, he had won one, and, and that 
Bruce had won one, and then Maybe. they were, and then they pulled him apart by that time. Then Judo Jean LaBelle taught him how to grapple. Sure, I mean, but they did depict him as more of a dickhead than he actually was. Yeah, I mean, he was. Well, you know what that they was, did that. So when he got beaten up, so when Cliff Booth beat him up, it was that much more sad. No, there's a reason why Tarantino did that. Why? Because <clears throat> he doesn't like Bruce Lee's family. I didn't know that. Yeah. Something happened with Bruce Lee's family, and he's like, all right, I'm going to write a little scene in a movie. It might have been something to do with the tracksuit hmm. she was wearing on uh, something Kill to do with it. Yeah, that yeah. might be. That's, that's, that sounds about hmm. right. I'll watch that movie again. We can talk about that for a second. Kill Bill? How, no, fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. How great that fucking movie is. It's a great movie. I mean, <laughs> just the fucking scenes with Brad Pitt where he just... He's the man, dude. I mean, I, you know, he steals the movies that he's in. Yes, when, he when does. When when there is a whole awesome cast. Brad well, Pitt. DiCaprio and him on screen is almost too much because they're both so fucking talented. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you believe them as buddies, you know. And DiCaprio is so good playing a guy who's fighting a stutter. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Um, I still have to watch Killers of Flower Moon because I just haven't seen it yet. But doesn't have a stutter in that one. Well, no, he's just retarded he just, in that one. <laughs> yeah, but um. You know, watching him and then watching Brad Pitt and that whole thing with the the fucking the scene where they're one of the it's a the weirdest thing. One of the smallest things I like is Maya Hawk is in that briefly mm-hmm. when they're going to kill everybody. She had forgotten her knife okay. in the car, and then they throw the keys to her. So it's like no, he's like no, don't go anywhere because you're a getaway. Oh, right, and she grabs the keys and drives off. I thought it was hilarious. I remember laughing so hard and liking her immediately after I saw that. Huh. So, um, <clears throat> what was I thinking of in that fucking movie? Completely forgot. Well, we had the discussion about when uh, you know gay guys look at Brad Pitt. You're like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I mean, he's up there on the fucking roof and he's taking out the cigarette and shit. And like, this fucking guy could nail any broad in the history of the Hands world. Him. Very beautiful man. <laughs> And he brought. I'd want. He, could. <laughs> he um, I can't think of a shitty movie he's been in. Maybe Meet Joe Black, but that movie was still good. His Troy. scenes, at least. Troy was Troy shitty. Yes, I enjoyed it, but I was also young. Troy is. He's he's good in the physical stuff, but he's not, and he's a perfect choice for Achilles. But he's he doesn't have the gravitas back then, at least, to pull it off. You know. Uh-huh. Achilles needs to be. You need to hire a Brit, or you need to you need to do something like that. Somebody, somebody Shakespearean, you know, somebody's going to have the commanding presence and the and the projection. You know what I mean? He just didn't have it then. The physical shit he did, great. Yeah. Nobody could have done it better. You know, and that was Achilles' main thing. I mean, he was like the greatest warrior in the in the Iliad. You know, so. Um, uh, what's the bucket hat movie that he's in where he's on a train? The movie rules. It, it is bullet good. train, bullet, bullet train, train, train rules. Train. Is it bullet train rules? Okay, okay. yeah. I kind of want to watch bullet train. It kind of rules. <laughs> yeah, good. I need to see it. Um, he was in stuff that wasn't great early in his career, of course, like California. Uh, well, that I think he did a per- good performance in that. No, he's yeah. fine in it. Right. And, uh, uh, no, that was Johnny Depp. <clears throat> what? Something blue. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Let's pull it, up. it looks like it was in the fifties or something. Oh, that's uh, that's Crybaby. Yeah, Crybaby. Yeah, Cry that's a piece baby. of shit. That's oh a John God. Waters though. It's yeah. meant to be it's, bad. Yeah, it's, um, Brad Pitt, his breakout role. When I knew he was going to be a big star, Louise. 
well, that that's when everybody fell in love with him. You know what I mean? Because he's this hot guy mm-hmm. that everybody loved. But I knew he was going to be a reactor when I saw him in Twelve Monkeys. God, I love that. That's movie such a hard fucking role to play. I forgot all about. I never and then watched I saw it. Fight Club. And I, I never was like, watched. Holy it. shit! I never watched it because I didn't see the first Eleven Monkeys. Thing. Hey, was oh. But it's. I love Twelve Monkeys. I, I, I forgot about this movie. That's a. What about Seven? What's in the box? Seven was great. What's in the box? What's in the box? Come on! on, What's in the box? I've Uh, never watched that movie, not on TV. It's tremendous. Oh, it's bad. I mean, it's it's great. It's a David Fincher. You know, you get the gist of it, the edited version. But yeah, they don't show the fact that he. I forgot that he was in Deadpool two as Vanisher. (laughs) (laughs) He showed up for a second. I hope he's in Deadpool three. That would be fucking awesome. Um, As himself, yeah. And then Ryan Reynolds is like, "Oh, Brad Pitt's here. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> this is a movie that has references to things and people. Oh, look, there's Captain America. He's, but he's not dressed up as Captain on America. He's absolutely determined. I love shit it. On. There's Chris Evans. Yeah, he's not really Captain America. You see, because this is all fake. All right, now back to the movie. Such a fucking asshole. <laughs> Fuck him. I hate what? that. That what style of humor that? stinks. I don't think so. It's not funny. It was good in Spider Verse. <sighs> it depends on how you do it. If it's all you do for 30 years? No, 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 no. It's all he's done since Van Wilder. He's pretty much Van Wilder and everything. Yeah, he is. And I enjoyed that. Monty is just Van Wilder. Reading him in that movie was one of my favorites. Tremendous. Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, it was fucking great. (laughs) Francis McDormand was in that, too. Isn't that a Coen Brothers movie? Sure is. Yeah. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen that one? I haven't. (gasps) It's a good one. Um, George Clooney has this sex ramp. It's yeah. a yeah. <laughs> is it a? It's we one of the, the where they like where she rocks Ocean's and 11? the thing comes up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should definitely hey, watch the Ocean's movies. Seen <laughs> yeah, they're good. It's There's a scene off. in there where George Clooney is going to show his wife a project that he's been working on for months. And it's a sex machine. <laughs> and it's one of the funniest scenes. I forgot all about that. So He's like, see? And he rocks it. This big dick comes it's out. A lot like, it's a lot like the scene uh, when um, um, the Mac has his exercise bike and it's got a yeah, dildo. It's exactly like that. <laughs> Mr. Garrison has it. Oh, yeah. The- it even makes the sound. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? I've been going back and watching South Park. Like today, I watched. Uh, let's see which episodes. I always like the fucking stupid spoiled horror episode, not because of the Paris Hilton stuff, which is funny. It's because Cartman is trying to get noticed, and then he he like walks by him. Oh yeah, okay. And then, like his feet. <laughs> I don't know why I find it so funny because he's like at his locker, and they're all. What is? It? Oh yeah. What is it? You sit down there. Make yourself comfortable. Put your feet in the stirrups. And. That's fantastic. Your bucks all in. Not counting my labor and the cost of the dildo. Those things aren't cheap. See, I'd like to not set up the mold hard rubber. The Russians? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what a cut. Yeah, to I fucking, love that. To, so to fucking, uh, what's that guy's name? 
John Malkovich. John Malkovich being serious about something. It's a great movie. There's several of his I that I need to watch. I liked Fury a lot. Fury rules. Fury, yeah. Fury is jam packed with awesome dudes. Yeah. Awesome yeah. bros being it's awesome. It's a very bro movie. I have Dude, the theory. Bros being, bros being dudes. <laughs> See, I was. I have a theory. We talked about it two episodes ago. Make stuff for dads. Yeah. Just make stuff for dads. And Jack Reacher. Who's that for? Dads. It's for dads. Yeah. Um, Terminal List. Who's that for? Dads. dads. Um, Godzilla Minus One. Dads. Apparently it's really good. Haven't seen it yet. Got to be honest. It's for dads. Um, what's the other big movie? Uh, Oppenheimer. For dads that like history. Sure. Barbie. For dads with little girls. And then Gosling steals the entire fucking movie. Right. If you haven't seen it, Gosling steals the movie. He's the only person in the movie that was deserving of an Oscar. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> he steals the whole thing. Well, he's Ryan Gosling. He's going. He rules. Yeah. yeah. He's so it's awesome. about time he got his fucking due. He stole in. He stole fucking a lot of the big short. He's on screen with some of the biggest, some of the heaviest That's another hitters. One. Oh, man, I haven't watched that. Yeah, we haven't watched. He that has before. the gr- best scene where the housing market is starting to tank. And the, and the money's starting to come their way. And he's just like, he's like, you feel that? He said, I'm jacked. I'm jacked. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I remember that from the trailer. Yeah, it was in the trailer. I love him. Um, the, oh, what was that movie with him? If you want to see a Crow? really, really sad yes. movie of his. Oh, yeah, The, the Good the Guys. The Good Guys. That was tremendous. so good. That was a hilarious Did you guys just dude, recently dude, watch it on my recommendation again? No, it, I haven't watched it in a long time, but it's on I Netflix. went into it not really expecting no, it to be I was great. Like, oh, I've heard this is okay. Shane but, Black wrote it. Oh my god, it's so funny. Shane Black has written so many good things. He's the master of the buddy cop. Okay, he, he wrote was, Predator. So good. Okay, and he also uh, wrote Die Hard. Die Hard's really good. Well, uh, the, the 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 Lethal Weapon movies are all his. Yes, really? no shit. Mm-hmm. That's something I need to get into. See I that when he was doing the new Predator time. movie, I got really excited, and then it was a piece of shit. He also wrote Monster Squad. Monster. No shit. Yes. Monster Squad. What's that? Wolfman has nards. Monster Squad? You don't no, know Monster Squad? She'll That's all I remember from it is Wolfman Has Nards. I love it. She'll recognize There's a documentary that. called Wolfman Has Nards mm-hmm. that just talks about no the kids are now grown up. The little girl and it has her own baby, and they're going on all this. It's a fan. You know, it's a cult movie. So they go to all these different theaters, like in England and places like that, addressing the crowds and stuff. It's great. It's so... It makes you cry in parts because they lost... Like, the, the fat kid died. You recognize like, the poster, right? In the good, have you watched the, the good guys? really popular no. poster? In the good guys, Ryan Gosling has three of the most hilarious screams. <laughs> yeah, I've ever heard in my life. Where Russell Crowe breaks his hand, he screams like a woman. Um, he falls down. He screams. It's just multi. He's nothing but funny in that entire movie. I think it's my phone making the motor sound. I need to watch that. We need to watch that. I remember laughing so hard in that I movie. I loved it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It, it was rules. a really good one. Everybody should watch that movie. Okay. Forever. I the only movie it. you're allowed to watch from now on is The Good Guys. <laughs> it's okay. I I think I'm a big Ryan Gosling fan. Me too. If you want to re- watch a really sad movie of his, The Notebook, Blue Valentine. Even sad. The Notebook's great. Even that sadder like than The Notebook, the Blue only, Valentine. Like, I don't remember Blue Facebook Valentine. That's that I really, really Oh, it's liked. a piece of shit. The, the, movie, the book's a piece of shit. It was fine. But the movie's so the good. The movie's great because it's got Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. I love Rachel And Ellen McAdams. Burstyn, who's yeah. great. I mean, and fucking um, James Marsden. Oh. Not not James Marsden, James 
Garfield. James, no, he's in it. He plays Lon. Right, but I'm talking about the old guy, James uh, Garner. James Garner. Garner. Yeah, he's fucking. He's a heartbreaker in that movie. So like, it, it's a great oh my movie. God. But the book is so bad. Like, and I tried to read some of his other books. There's a formula. There is a form, but I'm going to say this. Some writers are so lucky their stuff gets picked up. I've read Thomas Harris, the guy who does the the Hannibal movies. They're fucking dreadful. They're unreadable. But there's good concepts. That's what happens. You'll you'll get a good concept and you'll and it'll get a movie, you know, and then that writer is set. I mean, Stephanie Meyer, she can't write where the fuck. But then somebody sees her vampire movie and knows that a bunch of middle-aged women are going to want to fuck this kid. So then they make a movie out of it. And that's what happens. Um, and that's what it I was. I seem to remember it not being middle-aged women. I seem to remember it being um, it teenagers. Was, it, was it was my yeah, It was both. 20-year-olds and stuff. It Probably. It. Yeah, it was both. I enjoyed it. Because the whole... The girl I was dating at the time was into it. And I was like, I'm not going to the theaters. And I, watching went, that I had to watch the first one. And it I, was I, in the movie theater. I nearly killed her. <laughs> Because of that. <laughs> I read the first book. This isn't happening. And I was so disheartened as a writer that I was just like, anything I've ever written is 50 times as good as this, and I will never get printed. And I just wanted no, to Oh, that fucking attitude. I mean, you just you got to believe in yourself, Chuck. I can believe myself. Maybe finish what? something. Finish something. <laughs> exactly. Sunny <laughs> Myers finished it, dude. Yeah, just finish I, it. I've actually got a plan. Finish it. Finish. There's actually, there's a, there's a course you can, like it's a book and it teaches you how to finish your epic fantasy book. I actually am I gave you a book around about ten years ago <laughs> called The War of Art. I've read that. Okay. But this is an actual thing to walk you through how to Okay. To put your world into to like to get all the concepts down. You know what I mean? Weed out the ones that don't quite work. You know. What I've been doing and I actually watched a video about this is actually a good thing to talk about. Um the guy said, Look you're going to get into what's called world building disease. And that's what I have. I've had it for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I want to make everything in that world so real and so, and, and, and down to the last thing that the story has taken a back seat. I had one story in that world. One. It's the story I was writing about the guy taking his wife's ashes back to where she was from. Great story idea. You know what I mean? He had to run and do, and it had a lot of good parts to it. But I got so caught up in the world as he was traveling, I'm like, well, I need to detail this. I should have just kept writing it, you know what I mean? Been like, just garden it, let it grow as it's going to go. You know what I mean? That's what George R. Martin does. And then I was, and that's why he hasn't finished a book in 15 years. Well, that's true too, because he's too much of that himself. He's got world building disease, but he's he has succeeded. Like the Winds of Winter will be coming out fairly soon. Probably um, he's um, he's, uh, he's already gotten online and talked trash about the fans, so it should be coming out anytime. Soon. Well, I mean, he's talking about the fans that keep talking shit. Fuck them. That's what I have to say. Fuck them. I mean, I don't care if he's gonna. It, it'll it'll be printed. Maybe he might be dying, but he'll print that book. A Dream of Spring probably won't come out, and then they'll have somebody else. Tad Williams or somebody like I would probably finish it. Tad Williams, I'm gonna go to bat. Will probably be the guy that he goes to and be like, "Hey, man, you got to finish this. I'm the reason you started it. You can finish it for me." Because Tad Williams can finish a fucking book. So, um, but I did that. And then I started down this other thing where I was creating whole continents, you know, and, you know, and then I started thinking about, well, what, let's pick one story in that continent and write that story. So now I've got a story idea for the, for the one continent that's like North America. It's got a giant inland sea in it. That's got like in freshwater sharks and it's crazy. It's, Horrifying, you know, and it's got Neanderthals that live there, and there's a war between the two groups, and it's a kid going 
on a fishing trip and he gets caught on that ocean. Then he has to work with a Neanderthal kid and they have to get back. You know, it's a good story idea. Um, I finished stuff. I finished the screenplay. I finished, uh, <laughs> I finished the one about <laughs> not many things. I'll be honest. I finished maybe three things. My entire writing career, the, the fight between Darth Maul and Darth Vader, which was good. Um, the story about the dog fighting the wolf and going back up to the house and dying. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Ronan. And then the uh, screenplay about the mutant guy mm-hmm. called Registration. I finished those three things, and those are solid things that I've, that I've written. Two of those three are fan fiction, though. And that's not a bad no, thing. No, I, I don't consider Registration fan fiction. I don't. It's a fan fact. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fan fiction is written about existing characters. It's not an existing character. I made that character up. Does it... it isn't it an existing universe? Though? It is, but that doesn't make it fan fiction. I don't believe that. Fan fiction is when you write about an existing character, I, f- I feel. If you write I some, don't know. If you write something original in the world, that I mean, I, that's a, that's definitely towing the line. Okay, tomato, tomato. You finished three things. Finished so three things. So why don't you finish it this year? Okay. Make that your goal. Well, And if you don't, what's his punishment if, if he doesn't? We'll make you... A bunt cake. No, no. <laughs> Darn. Oh, man. Um, I can make my own bunt cake. <laughs> Just buy one at the store. No, um, you have to wear a Make America Great Again t-shirt no. to a public event. Oh, God. To every. <laughs> yeah, until event. you finish your fucking book. Until you finish your story. You have I didn't have MAGA. To, not a book. Yeah, Just story. Anything. 100 pages. A novella. I've done 100 pages. Is it finished? No. Does it have the arc? <laughs> beginning, middle, and end? No. It has the beginning. Okay. Well, I'm going to get that MAGA hat for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's a... I don't know if we're going to go into the favorite things or whatever, but that's one of the things. This I'll, is my that's a discontinued. <laughs> that's a discontinued segment. Okay. Now let's just berate Chuck. <laughs> that's always, this is our favorite. That's always thing. been the show. <laughs> no. Um, last week or the week before, we were talking about... I read this book and still reading it called Us and Them or Them and Us. It's about Neanderthals and modern man and how the way that they've been portrayed is completely wrong. Like they don't, they don't look like us. They don't, you know, it's, it's, I showed Dutch pictures and and description of it and it sent you that, what, 45 minute documentary. Did you watch it? No. It's fucking, (laughs) it's fucking terrible. Not because I didn't want to. Because I forgot. <laughs> well, sure. I think I turned it on as I went to sleep and freaked me out. Well, it's the guy who does it has a really soothing voice, it, but it's it turns out that the Neanderthals looked like upright apes, and they were their bones are twenty five times stronger than ours. Like they are just they could then they preyed not only the things that they ate they ate. Cave bears, cave lions, dire wolves, mammoths, woolly rhinos. Oryx. And when they couldn't get that, yeah, oryx too. And when Speaking they could, that's, that's another thing. Oryx are back. Yeah, the oryx are now spreading. Oryx are back on the menu. Hmm. Um, but oryx, big giant oryx. cows. Uh, okay. But uh, what do you mean they're back? They have made new reverse ones. engineered them and produced them again. No shit. Yeah, and they're now spreading across here. They talk about them a lot in Game of Thrones. Huh. That's why they're I a care. giant, violent cow. Like they're why? Why did they make some? Well, because they're about? rewilding Europe. This is this whole thing. It's gonna it's gonna halt and, and reverse a lot of climate change. Hmm. If they rewild places, like they're rewilding Ireland and Scotland, places like that, they're gonna bring back giant elk. They're gonna do all kinds of stuff. But um, 
That's fucking crazy. Well, they did it in Yellowstone. They brought back a pack of wolves, and it completely changed the park and brought the park back to life. Yeah. The right. park was almost was not ecologically dead, but the coyotes had started to move in and eat a lot of the, uh, the smaller predators, which in turn causes something. With wolves, drove them out or killed them and ate them, and then they started making the the deer and, and bison move and moved, changed directions of rivers, brought back smaller things to build rebuild the ecology. It sounds like nonsense, you know, when people talk about. You know, artsy, what do you call it? You know, magical Native American stuff that the, everything is connected and they do need to be together because, or that else they don't work. So, the reason the planes still work is man replaced the predators that they killed and that made the system work pretty much as it had. So, but anyway, back to this book. This guy said he, he has a theory, and he, and he says the reason we are the way we are, we developed as a prey species to Neanderthals. They ate us, and they ate us almost to extinction. Fuck. They drove us down to 50 individuals. Every human being on the earth, we have less genetic diversity in every human being from every corner to this fucking planet than a troop of chimps in Africa. That is an absolute fact. Careful. <laughs> people, Chuck. <laughs> Fuck <it. laughs> that was just for Aaron. I know. That's <laughs> two weeks in a row you said something like that. <laughs> no, but it, but it's true. And um, even dogs, they brought in dogs as an early warning system because we couldn't fight them. They're just they're too strong. They were the guy in the in the documentary. Described a raid that a Neanderthal or Neanderthal raid that would happen, and it's one of the most awful things I've ever heard. For one thing, they would hunt at night, so their eyes were slitted. They had huge they had eyes. Cat eyes. Yeah, they had cat eyes, so they could hunt it, hunt it, and their eyes would reflect the firelight, so you would see them. And you can't outrun them, Fuck and you that. can't fight them. And it turns out they actually did say "ooga booga" and stuff like that. <laughs> and they threw their poop. No, they didn't. But no, they used fire and Careful. spears. And <laughs> can I get through this, please? Um, and they would drive off. They would kill and eat the men, and then they would rape the women. And then human beings had got driven back to see. We tried to enter Europe quite a few times, and Neanderthals just drove us back. They were very territorial, like a group of chimps would be. You know, they're primates, like we are. But they were that much different than us, and they were, and they had fur. They didn't have, they didn't, they wouldn't look like us. They looked like apes. Only, you know, they were a little bit hunched over when they walked, but massive, like they were just absolutely powerful. Just a bunch of Brock Lesnar's. Yeah, terrifying. Bigger. They'd make Brock, Le Brock Lesnar look weedy, like he'd looked like a tiny person beside him. That's how big and strong they were. And they had these great big fucking. They didn't eat. Even they didn't even scavenge. They ate things fresh because they needed the nutrients. They didn't eat vegetables. Neanderthals ate a diet that was like pretty much a hundred percent meat. So all the nutrients they needed to get, they had to get it from a fresh carcass. So they would kill things like cave lions. You ever seen a cave lion? They're absolutely enormous. It's it's twice the size of a Siberian tiger. And they would with spears. I'm not talking about a throwing spear. I'm talking about a stabbing spear. Would range around with these things, kill it, tear it apart, and fucking eat it. And if they couldn't get that, they would get something else. And then finally, they would eat us. And there's nothing we could do about it. So finally, they had driven us back into what, what is known as the Levant area. And we were down to 50 individuals. <clears throat> and then a major ecological disaster happened. A, a volcano blew up in Italy. 
Killed all their prey species. Oh, my no. Oh, and the Killing all the game, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then the meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine when I'm going like this. Um, but that killed all their major prey animals, so they started to die out. And by that time, we could advance. And all that, also by that time, the reason we look like we do and don't have fur and we walk upright, no other apes walk upright, is because we needed to be identified at distance to be different from them so we could get away. And they started doing a primitive version of eugenics. Any child that had Neanderthal blood, they killed it. Just immediately killed it. And then the, and they would kill any woman that had sex with Neanderthal. So they started weeding out the, any individual who had any of those traits, hairiness, brow ridges, exceptionally large, things like that, they would kill them. So they started to just weed all those people out. So by that time, we had become so different from apes that we, we're now human beings. That's the reason we look like we look, is because we need to be identified at distance uh, and identify them at distance. And then we had dogs, and dogs were, like I said, an early warning system to alert us to their presence. They weren't attack dogs. They were just like, get the fuck away. You got to run because right. you can't fight them. You know? By, by, by that, that time, the human beings that survived had learned things like toughness, you know, also learning it's fucking crazy because to create evolution, you need two things. You need a limited population. You need adversity. And then they will start adapting to whatever you do. You know, it's proven, you know, that's part of Darwin's thing is that, you know, if you have a, if you have a large species, then there's no reason to adapt because you're, you're successful. But if you have a small species and you're getting ready to die out, you have to adapt quickly. So we adapted quickly and then we went into caves and ran. There's caves in Turkey, which is in the Levant area, where we just hid from them for the longest time. They're still there. And they still find things in there, like ancient human beings would have. By that, by that time, we, we had bred back. We were ready to march in. And then they, they were weak, and we started to kill them. And we started to wipe them out. And, you know. Would you watch this on? what? This was a book, and then there was a documentary about it. The book is called Them and Us. And it's this guy's theory, and there's so much to back it up. Like, even the skulls and all that stuff. The documentary is called When We Were Prey. When We Were Prey. P-R-E-Y. It has a picture of a fucking Neanderthal on it that looks like a, a fucking ape with a big canine screaming, and its eyes are slitted. I mean, it's, they, are, they were terrifying. Fucking scary. They were terrifying individuals, and they always depict them wrong. They always depict them kind of smiling. Yeah. And they're nothing like that. They wouldn't have been. They're apex predators. Why would they have been like that? Uh, um, they depict them as, like, the goofy... Well, yeah. just stronger team, than us, yeah. Strong, stronger yeah. than us, but shorter. And then they, you know, they were kind of like us. No, they were better. They were stronger. They were faster. <clears> the they, world would be better if they'd won. Well, do you think that part of that too is like humans, as they were weeding them out, they were trying to like almost degrade them too, in a, a sense, like telling stories about them. Because I'm sure after okay, generation, check okay, okay, I've honestly never thought of. Yes, that's looking it. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that is actually part of the of thing too, because he goes into this in that book. Also, he says the reason he said every human being now has it coded in our DNA to be afraid of the dark. Every human being is afraid of the dark, and it's because of them, because they're lurking in the dark, waiting for us. And every monster figure in every culture throughout the earth looks largely the same, and they look like a Neanderthal would. Like mm-hmm. ogres and stuff like that, big canines, big eyes, things like that are scary. You know, big hulking frames, Ooh. ogres, things like that. That's the reason we're scared of those things. How long does it take for that trait to go away? 
You know what I mean? Like for us to stop being afraid of the dark and stuff like that. Yeah. Until we reach the next phase of evolution. See, but we're not going to do that. See, because there's too many. We're too successful. Yeah. We need the next phase of human evolution will likely be we go to another planet that is largely it's habitable, but it's really hard to live there. And then we'll have to adapt to live on that planet. So we'll either like, you know, in Hyperion, you had the Lucens who were fucking just, you know, huge, you know, like Bron Lamia. She was a fucking beast. You know what I mean? And then you had like the people who lived on Mars were tall and thin because the, the gravity was less there. You know, the, the things that the, the things and the breeding is going to adapt to those things. And they're going to be sexual traits that they're going to desire. They're going to create a whole other human breed of human being. So that's what happens. You know, um, on this planet, we, unless we have a major ecological disaster, which drives us back to just a few thousand individuals or something like that, we will not evolve. We might evolve with technology. That's also a possibility. I was going to say, I think that that's probably the possible way. But I don't think that's a good evolution. Future. That's a Dune evolution. We're looking at Dune universe, and I don't think anybody, any of us want that. So it's... We don't want women like such as yourself to be just breeding vessels, breeding tanks no, with, no, with no heads. I so. mean, <laughs> you know, some people think of us that way. <laughs> but I mean, we're already kind of a cyborg with our phones. Oh, we're definitely. Well, you are by definition, if you're on a bike, you're a cyborg. If you're, yeah. it's with technology. Yeah. Glasses make you a cyborg. They do. Any yeah. kind of technology that makes you better Neat. or different, it makes you a cyborg. <laughs> so um, the fact that we can cr- use you know, th- there's an argument that that started on one of the message boards about that and saying that that Neanderthals and humans aren't apex predators. And I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? How aren't we? Anything I want to eat, I can eat. We have evolved to such a point. I can eat a blue whale. A blue whale's heart weighs 600 pounds. But I can find something to kill that thing and eat that thing. You know, because my species won. Can't you believe know. I ate the whole thing. <laughs> That's the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's amazing to me that we have, from this planet that we live on, extracted all these things to make ourselves better. We figured out how to un- unlock our genes where we're now starting to not age. You know, there's a thing. They're, they're now going to be able to go into people's rich people, of course. We're not, it's not going to happen to us. They'll just turn your aging back and you will not be old anymore. You'll age backwards. That will happen. It's already happening. They're already putting into practice. That was actually something on uh, Otherland. It's called a pulse. No, it's in it's in Hyperion Pulsing Treatments. Yes, yeah. So that's I know what wait. he's talking about there, you yeah. guys. <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> I get that reference. What uh, what aging? What are you talking about? There is uh, they figured out the thing in your cells, like the mitochondria and stuff like that, that make you age. And they've actually figured out. Well, like studying things like jellyfish, who which do not age, they are immortal. So they figured out how their genes do that, and they could just do that to our genes. And they're figuring this out. They've already done it. But like, so does that also affect your mind? Because your mind would—they don't age, know right? yet. They so, don't, I mean, I guess they're like at the tip of the iceberg, right? Right, and there are going to be drawbacks to it. Like, there's some Frankenstein monster shit that's going to happen. That's you know, that's well, of a course, given. Of course, of course. Um, and also, this thing with us—we're on a precipice, like. The thing with the Aurochs is actually encouraging mm-hmm. because we can. I wouldn't eat an Aurochs. I just want to. I want to see one. So bad. I just want to see know one. What that is. Imagine a cow that a human being can lay in its rack. A six it's foot like man a, can lay in its rack. Yeah, it's like a seven foot big. They're bastard. enormous. There's something from Game of Thrones. I mean, it's. And that's. They've actually got pictures of. And it's a that's, that is pretty much. A that is a picture right of an Aurochs. 
It looks sort of like a longhorn, but a you man don't get can the scale. A man uh, yeah, can lay but, yeah, yeah, can you show me? Like a, that. I pictured a scale. That's probably 12 feet tall, wouldn't you say? Something like that. It'd be what? Six six feet tall at the shoulder, maybe? Yeah. That's probably nine feet long or so. Essentially a cow the size of an elephant. Yeah. A caliphant. Or the size of a, <laughs> or the size of a rhinoceros. So, so, and how will that help? Well, because with lots of re- uh, with lots of with carbon okay. sequester. Um, All right, there's a size comparison between uh, Oryx. That's probably a longhorn and a dude. So a couple feet taller. Right, yeah, and they're angry. They right. they don't. Why are play they so angry? Because they because it's got a big medulla oblongata. Because they're so big. <laughs> 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 but mama said, mama said, no, they're they're la- that way because they dealt with pre- predator species, so they had to be. Here's a cartoonish one. Yeah, that's right. That's cute. <laughs> no, but then they're they're actually considering bringing back wolves to all these places in Europe. They're already done in Scandinavia. Like there's big packs of wolves are introducing into Norway, places like that, and. Once you introduce introduce a large prey species, that's good for everything because that drives out all the vermin. Like we've got all these coyotes, they are a vermin species because they have moved into places that wolves no longer live. Reintroduce, reintroduce the wolf, those things go away because if they don't, they die. How, um, how, uh, I'm, I can't think of the word, how well would a wolf like in this area, could, oh, would they, they adapt? Absolutely. Are they pretty adaptable? There's so much to eat, you know. I've always said this too. Mammals are so adaptable. You, if you put a tiger in the in the woods of Appalachia, he would grow fat because there's so much to eat. Yeah, you have talked about that before. I mean, if you put African lions on the plains, what of happened America, to the? I mean, was it just humans dropping them out? Well, well they're, they've always been considered a competitor species. So, you know, we had dogs, but the wolves were always a competitor, even in our ancient days. For the stuff we ate. Okay. There's a thing called, um, well, that's another conversation. When you have a, a, a lot of competitor, competitor species will kill each other on site. Lions will kill hyenas uh-huh. on site because that's a competitor for their food. Uh-huh. They will try to kill a cheetah, but not put too much effort into it because they're hunting other things. They hunt gazelles. A lion's too big and heavy to really catch a gazelle, so that's not a competitor. A leopard they will kill because a leopard can potentially kill something that they eat. It's called um, uh, guild competition, you know, and that's and the creatures that are most uh, most related are going to try to exterminate each other because they're competing for the same things to eat. Now with us, it's a completely different thing. But wolves were competing for the same stuff we ate in the in the ice age and stuff like that. Back in the day, right? But dogs were with us, but wolves were not. So we had to worry about them, and wolves would eat us. So you know, now that just care, we carry that with us, encoded in our DNA. Kill that thing because that thing is going to eat the things that I want to eat. But a lot of people didn't, couldn't even explain to you why they didn't like wolves. A wolf is cute; it's cuddly; it looks like a dog. But I want to kill it anyway. Why? I don't know. The fear uh, also of the thing. The wolves howling out in the fucking woods. Those things are tracking me now. I, that's why it gives you a chill when you hear it. You know. Yeah, because you just like no. Because they're tracking me and they're going to eat me. Right. So, so yeah. I mean, it's just a. Uh, you know, but so, one. Go ahead. I, I still don't understand why. Um, why is bringing back these species going to help with, um, like global warming and stuff? Okay. Because ecology. 
it's it's so hard to explain. It's it's better to explain it in one limited model. In Yellowstone, they had no wolves, so the bison were eating everything, and they were you know just they weren't moving on. Is what they're supposed to do? They're supposed to eat and move on, then the prey comes after them. They're supposed to be on the move because wolves will track them. So. They weren't moving. So, so the then bison the, got lazy. Right. Okay. And then all the species that came in, like the vermin species started to come in. You had coyotes start coming in, all these things. And they were killing all the smaller animals. So there was no smaller animals crawling around, making everything healthier. And once they put the wolves in, the bison started to move again. They started to redirect streams. They started to, beavers started to, you know, it, it's, you'd have to watch it to get the full, once it hits no, you, no, the no, full I get, impact. I get the wolves. It, I don't understand the cow. That's, I don't either. It's just something. It's cool. part of the same process. Like you want the big giant species to come back, then they're going to re- reintroduce the predator species and try to rewild everything. Okay, I still don't quite understand the cow, but I understand the wolves and Yellowstone. Like that makes complete total sense. Well, that's the first step is bring the oryx back. Then you're going to bring back the. Pred- is this kind of like the species. bison of that area? Is that what you're? There sort are of bison. Saying? There were there were bison in Europe. So, no. but is this sort of replacing that? No, no. no. I mean, they're they're trying to reintroduce the bison as well. They've they've taken American bison and re- reintroduced them to like places like Russia, because they're essentially the same species. So, no, that's just another species they're trying to reintroduce. They're trying to reintroduce bison back into England. There were bison in England until fairly recently. So, I'm talking about when it comes to, from an ecological standpoint, you know what I mean? They, they were there, you know, when people were there. So, mm-hmm. there's actually a big argument going on between the ranchers in places like England and places like that because they want to bring the bison back. They say, well, the, the cows fill that role. And they say, no, they don't because they're not the same. And then they try to they get in a big argument. I've heard the discussions. Both of them have a very good point. I'm also, I'm always going to be pretty much on the point of the animals. You know, I want things to be like they were before we fucked it up. So, you know, anyway. <clears throat> I want to try a big cow. <laughs> I bet you're, <laughs> bet you they're delicious. I bet you they are. I don't know. They're, they're, uh, angry they're and... predators, right? What, the orcs? They eat meat, right? No. Okay. So they just hang out and they just like to kill stuff? They like to kill shit. Then they don't eat it? What, the orcs? Yeah. No, it's not a predator. There are no hoofed predators. Oh, they're just they're just mean. They're just mean. They're grumpy. They're just aggressive. Okay. The they're, like, they're, like the, they're like yeah. the Cape yeah. Buffalo yeah. of Europe. They, okay. they got all them teeth. They got all them teeth no. and nothing. Right. No tooth. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, God. Huh. What will hunt them? I guess I'm, I'm still wolves. so wolves. So, okay, they're bringing them in for the wolves to hunt. Yeah. Okay. And then there were also, at one point, even in the times of Greece and Rome, there were lions in Southern Europe. So that actually is an idea to bring them back. That's a... That's another ball of wax. So I don't know if we should do that, but well, I mean, they would. We can coexist, like as long as we don't keep urbanizing fucking everything. You know, the world is a better place when we have prey species and stuff like that. It's just the planet is a healthier. I mean, the oceans are a prime example. You know, you need everything in the oceans for things to function. Should they bring back Neanderthals? God, that's a terrifying prospect. They could do it. I know they can do it. They They've probably done it. And then yeah, like, oh, God, look at this thing. <laughs> of course, they they would have to implant it in somebody to have, give birth have to it. Carry it to term. Have them carry it to term. Yeah. And then their insides are split open when this wide thing comes out of them. 
And then yeah, they have to I grow up. I don't, I, I don't know if a woman could, if a, if a human, homo sapien woman could carry a Neanderthal child. It'd be so fucking large. They could implant it into an oryx. There it is. Get it all figured out. <laughs> they're bringing back the mammoth. That's going to happen yeah. in a lifetime too. That's going to happen that. soon. Yeah, they're they've actually they they're going with the mammoth. What they did with the arcs, they basically reverse engineered it. They found things that had their uh, genes with the arcs. It was easier. There's lots of cow species that are closely related to the arcs, so they would find this one. This one's related. We'll hit this one. It'll create this one. Next thing you know, we've got an arcs. Technically, it's not an arcs. It's called a taro. It's the newest thing. But it is, for all intents and purposes, it is an arcs. It does the same thing. They even act the same. So, you know, it's like, it's a species. Uh, pl- Biology is a funny thing because you have a niche and something will go into it. It's like a puzzle. Plug it right in there. If there's, if there's a gap, it'll go. So, for example, when you look at things like the ancient, like the, the Ice Age, you know, we have smaller versions now of everything back then because there was larger prey to be had. There were giant lions. There were giant cheetahs. There was giant leopards. There were giant wolverines. There were wolverines that weighed 150 fucking pounds. Well, there were, you know, it was like giant the, beavers. The story from just a couple of years ago up past Cross Lanes, the guy's walking in the woods and he kicks what he thinks is a rock, but it's a giant sloth skull. Yeah, Jesus Christ! This yeah. happened just like two years ago, and what like giant sloths? They think hung on until the the Mayan Empire started. They think that they were still there. There were mammoths still alive when they were building when they were laying the 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 uh, bottom row of the pyramids. They still existed. They hmm. were still living. Um, Why did they go extinct? Climate. Climate. Like when you have an ice age, animals get bigger because it's it's a biological thing. Mammals grow larger when it gets colder. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why we have smaller versions of everything. Plus, when you can have larger prey species, you're going to have a larger predator species because they're going to go larger and stronger. So the hotter it gets, the smaller things get. Colder it gets, the larger they get. When it comes to mammals, anyway. Reptiles, I'm not quite sure of. So, because they're just fucking Ew. robots. I mean, they don't really, they're just kind of there, mm. you know, and they... They've been around since the dinosaurs and have pretty much remained unchanged. They didn't have to change because everything they do is successful. It's like sharks. Sharks are ancient. They don't have to change. Now, we don't have uh, megalodons or things like that because there's not enough prey for them to eat now. But things could change. Just you know, It takes, takes a small change to create something huge. You know, a couple of degrees create so many things. That's why global warming isn't alarming because if you have a couple of degrees change, you've got massive changes to every, every, everything's so fragile, you know, and then it has to adapt. So the, the worst thing to happen is if it's, which is what, ha- what is happening when you have things that are um, unstable. We have great, like we had here this winter, we had negative temperatures turn around had a 60 degree day two days later that's not really normal that doesn't happen very much and then the things that that live in the ecology have a hard time adjusting to that we don't because we have homes with heat and we have all the things that make us but everything else has to live out there so you know one of your favorite things yeah (laughs) sorry i had to hijack that was a great dissertation (laughs) (laughs) that has been chuck's ted talk (laughs) sorry about that (laughs) I enjoyed it. I learned something. I'm indifferent. (laughs) As always. Did you finish Hyperion? No. 
I've I'm, got, I'm I've in got the, the second of the, book. Uh, the cyberpunk one. The one, the story right after. Uh, With Bron Lamia? The one, the detective girl. That's Bron Lamia. Yes. Yeah. The big jacked. Yeah, I didn't But she's see, still hot for some I, reason. I started it uh, weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't seem to get into it. And then I've, I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077. So it drew you back to it. It sucked me right back into it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm working on it. Well, I've been talking too much. So everybody else do their favorite thing. It's, it's only fair. When you're quiet. Huh? One of my favorite things is when you're quiet. Fuck you. <laughs> well, Aaron's been really sucked into Yeah, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2077. It's a... Uh, <laughs> It's a great video game. Is it? Yes. It had a rough start, but... Because they like to put out games before they're finished right. nowadays. And it's they, garbage. They just release a bunch of patches. Is that yeah. We'll fix it. I mean, they, they, they've they released 20 patches. What's well, like uh, the most notorious one that was the biggest success, success story is No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. The Cyberpunk's a bigger success than that. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. They, uh, they're a huge... Development company like they they made the Witcher games, mm-hmm. and then this game's been teased for years. I I was on the bandwagon years before. I remember hearing about it in like 2012. Yeah, yeah, I remember hearing. Yeah, and they had they had clips of it. Well, and this like, is like my Aaron's, God. Aaron. He loves like the futuristic. Like, do you yeah, like the Blade Runner type stuff? Yes, yes, yeah. that's I've, like his. you've seen that movie, haven't you? Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but uh, uh. And then when and they, you know they're saying well, you can do all this stuff and whatnot. Then they released it and the game was broken. Yeah. Like uh, the the streets weren't there weren't populated. Things wasn't working correctly. And in fact, people gave up on it. Mm-hmm. Like I bought the game myself for four dollars. Like I bought it four dollars at a used game store. Really? Yeah. Shit. And then they. Kept on releasing these patches, yada yada yada. Now it's awesome. Is it everything it was ever supposed to be? I think they do a lot of stuff, and I do, I don't think the driving. It, the, the, there's <laughs> they they try a lot of shit, and but none of it's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The driving and it sucks. Like you play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, driving's great. Driving's great. It's at fun. Grand Theft it's, Auto. it's the most it's fun, fun part of the whole thing. Uh, like even yeah. in the Watching newest Aaron Grand drive. Theft Auto, they've got the slow mo where you can actually you know. Uh, but driving this game sucks. Oh Do you not get a flying car? No, there's no flying cars. What? Well, no, no, no. There is flying cars, but it's used by rich people. Uh, and uh, like the ambulance, you you've got to in in this future, you have to pay uh, your ambulance insurance. You know, like so. Wait, okay. Let me let me get this straight. Are the flying cars for players or that's for NPCs? NPCs. It's still, it's beautiful. I'm sure. Get out of town. Yeah. But, uh, come on. But watching Aaron drive is one of the most stressful things because like, he hits everything. <laughs> I do too. Why not, cop- just, why not just rip off the Grand Theft Auto driving I system? know. I'm like, they could have just added it's like a the, It's more. like every fighting game rips off Batman. It, yeah. It, it, and it, and it, it, for fine. good reason. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like they didn't know. They wanted to be its own thing. Don't do that. I know. <laughs> like just, I'm not saying it had to be as good as Grand Theft Auto, but just like a little but bit it, better. But dude, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, you've got a you've you got a a chip in your head, and you upgrade your body. Like that I've got cool. gorilla arms, <laughs> like actual gorilla. Arms? No, they're they're metal, but they call them gorilla arms. And you know, when I punch people, it sets them on fire. I can <laughs> open I can open big like metal doors and stuff. That does and sound the cool. Chip in his head. The character is Keanu Reeves, and it looks just like him. Oh yeah, Keanu's in it, 
Yeah, I knew about that. Yeah, because I remember seeing the trailer. Yeah. Where you get like a what? defective chip and Whoa. you put it in, and Keanu's it's hanging like his around. Conscience. It's yeah, really it's great. great. It's, it's great. Are you in Cyberpunk 27? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> so it's it's really cool. Uh, it's I, it does look cool. I'm, listen, I'm not a first person video game player at all. So it's a first person shooter. Yes, it's first person, uh, and it's got a whole lot of like. Uh, you have to really kind of pay attention to like you got to upgrade your body, mm-hmm. and there's all these different implants you can get and stuff, and it affects the way you play the game. And then you actually have to take six weeks off to recover, <laughs> so you got to go in and play like while you're getting an IV drip. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all you're doing, and you're watching Matlock. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I've and then they quiz you on the Matlock. <laughs> that's about how the game goes. Um. But it's fun. Yeah. Uh, the story's great so far. Uh, you can have love interests. Aaron was like, I'm terrible I'm at it. I'm talking to this girl and like, <laughs> she won't cuddle me or something. And I'm like, do you hear how hilarious I'm not, this I'm not, is? I'm not, I'm not good at it. Like, you're supposed to, you know, you choose every line, every dialogue. It has a prompt. It, it yeah. changes something in the game, right? Yeah, like it's very complex. It, it, she'll remember what you said, or that I mean, just sounds like too much. It's it is a lot. This yeah. is my third time starting. The Everybody's game, like, just pick it. And it's like I'm overthinking it. I'm like, <laughs> it's kind of how you were when we started talking. <laughs> it's but it's funny. I'm pretty sucked in. I haven't been. I it, the game. Well, I thought it was going to be too much, and mm-hmm. it is too much. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in it, but I'm pretty hooked on it. Nice. Yeah, I haven't been hooked on a game like this for a while. I hope you do finish Hyperion other than the the uh, Saul. Yeah. Wintrop <laughs> yeah, it's in there. No, I'm going to finish it. Because you have to know. I mean, you have to, know. to, 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 to find out what on. happens. Yeah. yeah so I, I've got that other book waiting on you for you to finish it. So. I will. But, uh, yeah, it's a fun game. Awesome game. You you got swords. Yeah. Cut people I'm off. all for that. You like a good sword. Cut arms off and stuff. Hmm. It's fun. Lightsabers, even. No lightsabers. What? No, but that's weak. It is kind of weak to yeah. a point, but I mean, it's like a very had, like the city is very like uh, inspired by the Japanese in the game. Yeah. So you get some really fucking cool well, ass swords. You said the premise is it's some, so Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven was a board game. It was a tabletop game. And, well, not 2077. There's, like, Cyberpunk 2020, Cyberpunk mm-hmm. 2000. And it's all based if, like, America was hit by a nuke okay. in World War II. Mm-hmm. And then just from there, this is how we progressed. And there's a whole lot of... Kind of like Fallout as a version of, this, of the 60s. Right. If, if 60s stuff had stayed. Right. Mm-hmm. And... It's man, it's fun. I, I really like it. And there's so much story. I've I've listened to a podcast about the fucking game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm pretty obsessed because there's so much I want to learn about it. And mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to read. Can't say anything TV about that. I've watched hours and hours of Game of Thrones lore. Yes, you have. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. You probably know about more about it than I do now. <clears throat> probably not. I haven't uh, read the books that many times. Well, that's true. But. Uh, what other favorite things? Uh, Barry. We got back into Barry. We're about to finish it tonight. I want to finish it tonight. 
another rewatch? Mm-hmm. Is it the second time through? No, this is our first time finishing the last season. Oh. Yeah, we hadn't started the last season. We made it to. Can the I epi- tell you what happens? No, we made it to the episode. <laughs> <A> nuclear bomb. <laughs> We made it to the episode before the last episode, and we're like, what the fuck? No, there's two episodes left. Oh, there's two episodes believe, left? Yeah. Well, we made it to an episode, we're like, what? It That's weird. Changed. Why'd they do that? And it was so uncomfortable. Like, it just made me uncomfortable the whole time. I hated it. But I'm like, all right, I'm going to... trying to remember what happened. There's a time jump. Oh, the t- yeah. The time yeah, jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. But... Like, I'm so, I'm so interested in what's going on here, and then there's Suddenly, time they're jump. eight years ahead, yeah. so we'll figure it out. Um... We've been rewatching Modern Family. Mm-hmm. This show's great. <laughs> we really Modern enjoy Family. it. <laughs> Love Modern like Family. I said, stuff for dads. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make stuff for dads. Yeah, there's a uh, there's some jokes in there. That Aaron, I don't know. if we make some, Aaron should be our focus group. <laughs> what do you think of this? <laughs> what else have we been doing? <laughs> Just been dadding it up a whole lot. It's yeah. been fun. Yeah. Wow. I've been going to the gym. She's been going to the gym for like a month now. So she's nice. Been really good. I'm like six weeks in. She's lost some weight and stuff. I've cut sugar out of it. Wait. Oh, Aaron, this is uh, today's four weeks off of energy drinks. It's oh. a huge deal for him. Nice. Really? Yeah. God Y'all. Yeah, I was drinking like four C4s a day. That's a lot of times. Insane. That is a tremendous amount. Yeah. Insane. Are C4s com- comparable to Bangs? They're. they're, they're the C4 name would gives imply that C4 is a little bit more high test than like your your Monster or your Bang. I don't know, man. Bangs are Listen, fucking. Bangs nuts. are great. Yeah, they're nuts. Drink you a C4, and you know the tingle you get from uh, pre workouts? Pre workouts? Yeah. It, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get that. I, I've got some essential amino acids that yeah. has that has niacin in it, and I take that. Before. Shit. Yeah, it's pretty great. Huh. <laughs> yeah, this psychopath was just drinking four of them a day. Yeah, <laughs> Tracy, my many. cousin, it is at many. work would drink three bangs, Jesus, and a five hour energy, Jesus. I mean, we were concerned about him. Like, dude, this is not. This is like almost toxic levels of ca- caffeine. Yeah, you can you can get toxic with that if you drink too much of it. So I, yeah, I'm off energy drinks. Yes. I'm not off caffeine. I drink coffee. Well, but that's a little bit different. It is a little different. Yeah. Um, can, so you're not stopping at the gas station every morning anymore. I'm getting coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but how you doing? With my food? God, are we saving money? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's we put like, a new wing on the house. Insanity. <laughs> <laughs> so you're drinking four of them a day. They're about three bucks a piece, or you can get them two for five usually. Well, they're these are like it's about six bucks uh, every time I stopped at a gas station because I bought two. And Damn. we're talking seven days a two week. Two times, two times a day. Seven days, seven a, days week. a week. Forty two bucks. Yeah, it's like a lot of twelve money. times seven. 40. So I uh, times fifty two. That is thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> no math. <laughs> How are you on the uh, the kratom? I'm still taking it. Yeah, me too. I'm clean. I'm off the sauce, baby. I'm off the sauce. Do you feel better? I feel fine. I mean, do, I'm serious. Do you feel any different? I, I don't. Kratom stopped working. Mm-hmm. Like I stopped getting high from it. And that's really the only reason I do anything. <laughs> So you'd never go back. I don't want to go back. All right. 
Because then I'll get hooked on it again, then I'll get itchy, and then I'll... Yeah, man, I loved it. (laughs) But the beginning of Kratom was the best. No, the the beginning was the best. I loved it. It was tremendous. (laughs) It was like doing an opiate without doing an opiate. (laughs) I I could feel good about this. I could look down on the heroin addicts. (laughs) I could look down on them, and I loved it. (laughs) I remember the first night I got a bag of Kratom from a kid at work. I was like, this is herbal shit. This is going to be crap. I took some. I was like, oh, oh. (laughs) I got a muscle pump. I was like... It's like almost... Immediate, like yes. two minutes, and you're like, "Oh, I do like." I'm the, floating on titties. I do like the fact, though, that he, this had to happen to you at least some, and I don't know about you because your consumption is so high. When you go a long period, and then you take a, a larger dose, and you almost get that feeling again, and you're like, "Oh, if I took a dose oh, right now, I would." Oh, it'd be like you never. Drink. If I took like my regular morning dose right now, you get sick probably. No, my regular morning dose was very small for the last year because I've been thinking I need to get off of this stuff. Yeah, me too. But like, let's take, let's say my whenever I was really, whenever I was really hooked on the sauce, that morning dose, one full heaping teaspoon. I would, Jesus, I would be. I'm ridiculous, you guys. Absolutely plastered. Just laying on the couch. Yeah, like couldn't drive. Rubbing your feet together. It'd be great. How many? How many? Uh- Spoonfuls are you taking right now? I take four in the morning. What? Fuck four, my four, What four in four the seasons. shit? <laughs> See, that, I think I'm... I think I've effectively... Do you ever have to wipe after you take a shit? <laughs> I, my poops are great. In fact, just day before yesterday... <laughs> Every need to bit write of that. that down. My poops are great. Every bit of that. Yeah, I had to break it up before it would go down. <laughs> oh, you, you, you got a poop knife? Oh, my God, man. He comes up to me and goes, I'm going to tell you something, and you might not look at me the same way again. I'm like, what? He's like, I just I had the most... The, the huge Why didn't you shit. take a picture of it? Send I it thought to me. Like, it like, was, you know I would love Like that. Randy. It was very early. How many Kuroks was it? <laughs> hey, hey, Sharon. It's 40 Katie Kuroks. So funny. Sharon? <laughs> did you go, hot, 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 My daughter does that. We did, yeah, we did that. Whenever she, she does. Gets, whenever she gets near fire or the stove. Hot, 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 hot. That's fucking great. Yeah, we thought that. But uh, yeah, my poops are fantastic. But like, I I remember, I remember not having really needing. I'll do it anyway because that's what you do because you're an adult. But like, I was like, nothing on the paper, boys. Yeah, yeah, having fun. I mean, that's now it's like I need a bidet because gotta wash. I've got regular poop. Tushy, and it's the best. Thinking about, I like, I could probably. Knock one off a shelf at work. We're like, oh, it's broke. Get it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a game changer. No, it is a game changer. I, I why am never, I not doing that? I would never what, not. What, what, no, why am I not just breaking things at work? <laughs> just <laughs> barely because we can't, so we can't sell them. Right. And be like, oh, I guess I'll. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, we that, went somewhere and I didn't have it. I was like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, like, you miss it. Yeah. Well, we, when we lived in Golly Bridge, we didn't have a bidet. No, it was re- like maybe when we went to the cabin. Oh, I was yeah. like, man, we don't have the bidet. <laughs> Well, it's still so primitive to wipe your ass with paper. It is. You know what I mean? Well, somebody, like, uh, somebody on a podcast said well, something Well, I mean, like, that's, that, that's, you're getting ready to say the thing that yeah, actually their ad. Yeah. The ad for whoever it is, Tushy or one of the brands. Like, if you've got shit on your arm, would you just wipe it off and go on with the rest of your life? No, you'd wash it. Yeah. yeah. Wash your butthole, people. Seriously. And it, it, it is a game, change, it 100% a game changer. 100% a game changer. And you just feel better. There's yes. nothing oh, worse walking walking around with swamp ass. It's the worst. It's dude. terrible. Yeah. Because you're just like, I don't want to sit on anything. I don't want, you know, it's like. You get one of the endless wipers. Mm-hmm. Oh, then God. your day's fucked. Yeah. You just got one in the chamber then. You got to sit there for a little Well, that's yeah. why I came up 
you know, not came up with, but put into effect the man pond. Yeah, the man pond. Yes. <laughs> Stick it right over in there. Get it good to go. Then you take it out the end of the day. What, what, do, what do wrestlers call it? <laughs> there's a name there's a name for it. I forgot. Uh, apparently Dusty Rhodes was really big use of them. The watered up toilet paper in the butthole. Sure. Yeah. yeah. In the butt crack. Why not? Yeah. I can't think yeah, of it. You guys should buy yourselves a bidet. Just Tell invest me. in it. It's not that much. It'll change your life. Sure. I'm telling you. No, I believe you. I just we sell the Toyo fancy. Yeah. Just hook it to your toilet. Five hundred dollar yes. toilets. I'll send you a link. Everyone should have this. Like, but as I was say about the kratom thing, the sole reason, just to digress for one second, the yeah, sole yes. reason I want to get off of kratom, not the sole reason, one of the only sole reasons is so I can take it again <laughs> to feel what I felt. <laughs> right. Like yeah. I want to go in a massive like. You know, dry spell where I just get off and of then it, back and on, then be like, right I have it all planned out. You're like, all right, okay, that that, that might be enough reason <laughs> for You're me. Such an addict, <laughs> I am really. That might be enough reason for me to. There you go. Yeah. Think about that. I, think I haven't. I think thought. you're you're far enough off of the energy drinks now that you can t- tackle it. I, he was didn't you say, you said it. coffee really helped, doesn't it? Coffee does help. Because it helps kill the craving. Well, coffee and kratom are in the same family. They're the same family. Yeah. If you love drink coffee instead. Like, <clears throat> here's how I did it. Instead of taking that much to start the morning, take that much. Right. And then in the afternoon, because that's that was my schedule. Oh, mine too. Afternoon, <laughs> instead of taking that much, I take that much. And then when I get home from work, instead of taking that much, take that much. And then keep decreasing it day by day until you're no longer taking any. And then take a vacation whenever you're going to stop. Huh. If you have vacation days. And just rough it out, and then just rough it out. That's what I did. Did it, was it rough? Not really. No, I mean there was little aches and pains, and like, hey, you, it's right there because it was right there on my yeah on my yeah, counter. I took it. By the way, I've taken it all. Good. <laughs> <laughs> like it was right there on the counter. I was like, to get this this minor annoyance is all it was. was a minor annoyance, headache, or my knee hurts for some reason. All I have to do is go the, over there, right, and. Dump that powder down my throat. Mm-hmm. For me, it's sleep. Like it's it's I, my get up and go, man. It's no. I mean, like in the evening when I'm getting ready to lay down, if I don't take it, I'm start. I get the. If I could get through the sleep thing, mm-hmm. I could kick it. You know, because I can get up and go and drink an energy drink or something like that and make myself do it. But my workout schedule too. I don't ever want to have a bad workout, so it's got me stuck. If I don't take it, it's not going to be a good workout. You know what I mean? And it gives me that energy. I need something to replace it. So heroin is where I'm going <laughs> that's next. Where, yeah, that's move. I don't know if that's going to work out for you. <laughs> my, my body just goes my long body. with like this schedule. Like I will adapt to a certain schedule. Mm-hmm. Like mine, I, I wake up, I take a shit. I go to a gas station, I drink a coffee. And I take my Kratom sitting in the gas station parking lot. Mm -hmm. By the time I make it to work, I have to shit again. Mm -hmm. And that's like my my good. I feel like crap if I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? That's my schedule every day. It it made me so constipated. I I hated it. It wrecked my stomach. Well, when you you took Kratom? Yeah. You said you liked it at first, though, right? It felt great. And I understand you wanting it before sleep. It made me feel warm. It didn't make me feel energized. It made me feel like, okay. You took a big dose then. If you just take a little bit, it'll be like... But it felt like to me all purpose. Like, that was red, though. Red was like... Yeah. Whatever I wanted to do is just going to be... Like, I could take it before I worked out, and I was stronger. But if I wanted to lay down, and I took the same dose... 
I could lay down and feel great and feel warm and, you know, want to rub my feet together and put a blanket over and kind of just sit there and not watch something but listen to it and smile. That's That was the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Do you remember, like, when you first, like, took it? Yes. Like, I Vividly. Was, I was working. The I was flood. here and it was on air. It was. What did you? What did you feel? Extremely high. You just felt high. I f- yeah, and a little bit sick to my stomach because I took way too much. Yeah. I was working at Clendenin in a church. No shit. Yeah, and that's when I took my first dose. And uh, gave you the zip around. And gave me the zip around. <laughs> zip around. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had this special get together or something at work. And uh, I took a dose before then, and I took too much, and I had the talkies, like you know, when just happy and just yeah. happy, wanting to talk to people, right, right. and I mean, it's so much to where I'm like, I'm weird, I'm freaking these people out. <laughs> <laughs> I get, you know, J Bob, yeah, his teeth were bothering. You know, his teeth are bad, so he and I had used it for toothaches before. Like when I was dating Krista, I had a toothache. I was like, I wonder if it worked for that, and I dumped some in, swished it around, killed the toothache immediately. So I gave it to him. I was like, now, it's your option whether you want to swallow this (laughs) after you swish with it. I was like, you won't want to swallow it because it tastes like shit. But I'm going to tell you, if you do swallow it after, you're going to feel pretty great. (laughs) So he did. And he's back there cooking. (laughs) I'm like, you feel? He's like, I feel great. I was like, yeah, I thought so. I remember taking it once and like I just instantly threw up. Oh, it Tracy threw took up, it like like yeah, projectile. Tracy, yeah, Tracy projectile. took it and he got really hot. Like he got like sweated real bad and got. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. Chelsea, my friend Chelsea, I was trying to help her. He's friends with Chelsea Handler. Mm. No shit. God, I hate her. <laughs> no, um, and Good boobs. And all honestly, solid boobs. Her boobs are solid. Those are some great New York boobs. (laughs) No, I told her, I said, take half a a teaspoon to start. I was like, what's, you know, start small. She took two tablespoons. Good God. And it knocked her out for like an entire day. She weighs 80 pounds. Don't do that. You know, and then, you know, she. She got hooked on it for a while. I mean, I, yeah, I thought it was... Yeah, she's a recovering pill addict. Is she a person? Um, well, um, no, it was... T- she had pain, so I was just like... The person we're talking about, not the person that I know. Well, Must not be the person that no, I know. No, no. Um, she just had pain, and, you know, I wanted... To, so I was just like, well, this will help, you know, because it was something with her knee or something. So I gave it to her, and I was just like, you know... For me, it was a cure-all because it felt at that point it still felt good. You know, it, I was still not having to take pain medicine. I didn't have to take pain medicine. And we thought it was a we thought it was scot free. We thought it was a right. It's not yeah. We exactly we were wrong. We we've had this discussion before. Had I known what this was, I was going to go through. I never would have taken it in the first place. That's probably a lie. But I would have been much more <laughs> <Right>. careful. <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> I would have been more. I would have spaced the doses out. Like, all right, you're going to get this, and it's going to be going to be great. But you're not going to be able to take it for. You a You can't long time. take it all day. Exactly. Day. I just never. I don't know. It wrecked my. I was like, this sucks. I would have I been. A, I would have been a pillhead because mm-hmm. the first time I, I would have. The first time I took a Percocet, uh, they gave me Percocets for my kidney stone. It's one of the greatest days of my life. Like. You go from being an absolute abject, just agony. Because I had a fucking Winamaker son. That motherfucker was huge. Even the doctor was like, how are you not, how are you standing? Like, I don't know. I was like, this isn't pleasant. But, you know, she's just like, I'd have, he said, I've had grown men come in here on, on the ground and, and lay in the fetal position and sob. 
with something this big. I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if my pain tolerance is higher. Maybe it's constructed of something else, you know, because kidney stones are sometimes constructed of different things. Maybe they had something different than mine. But it, it felt bad, but not that bad. But anyway, I said, I need something because I can't sleep. I can't relax. You know, it's killing me. She's like, we're going to give you this. And they gave me a Percocet. And I took it, and I went to my mom's house. And it was such, I remember every detail. It was such a great day. It was laying on the, the one in the couch is a love seat, pretty much. Watching fucking Night of the Living Dead on this shitty TV on the Wii with a window open in the spring with a breeze blowing oh, through, great. rattling the fucking curtain. I'm laying there like, oh my God, <laughs> this is the best fucking thing I've ever done. <laughs> and Meanwhile, I, it's like thunderstorming out. <laughs> no, but, just, but then I woke up from it and I was this far from becoming a pill addict because after I had gotten off of them with my kidney stone, I was going out and getting, I had gone out one time to get one and I went and got it. I said, I'm never doing that again. Mm. It was so uncomfortable. Hyd- hydrocodines, man. That's my my love. Well, I mean, I went out and got a pain pill. Yeah. You know, and I didn't need it. You went like and copped. I, huh? You went and copped. Yes, I did. And then I got home and I was just like, what is- have I become? I mean, I'm, and I was probably over estimating everything. It's not that big of a deal, but to me it was. And like, I did something that I swore I would never do. You know, going out and getting a pain pill when I wasn't even in pain. Right. So, no, we're not doing that again. Yeah. After that, but it's I just, good that you recognized it. Yeah. Obviously. Well, but I had don't. a, I had, I'm in a state of walking examples about why I should not do that. You'll turn into this. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I had a, an Oxycontin, I was bonging a beer. I was like, yeah. And then my friend, we'll call him Matt Cox because that's his name. Dropped came, an Oxy. Came and dropped an Oxy in the beer shit. bong and it went down my throat and had no idea. He was like, I just dropped an Oxy in there. I'm like, oh. It could have choked. Oh. It could have choked you to death. It went right down. Damn. Had a great time. <laughs> Never did one again. Felt good? Yeah. How did you awesome. feel on that? Like I was on heroin because that's what it was. Right. I mean, but I'm trying to ask you, what is the description it of was the feeling? It was two years, 22, 23, 24 years ago. I don't mm-hmm. really remember, but it was awesome. Because I kept drinking, and, then I, and I was also on heroin. So. <laughs> there was a guy we were, I worked with at Chili's who was a heroin addict. Also, you know, the pills and everything. He had gone to jail, and when he came out, the first thing he did was got, got, went and got a pain pill. He said he shot it because he was intervening his penis time, and he, and he immediately ejaculated because <laughs> it felt so good. Just sat there and came and came and came, and then he fucking laid on his, laid on his couch. Good story. I mean, it, man. I mean, that's it. That really happened. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. You were out. Why did you fucking go? I've back? had sex with women and not come. <laughs> <laughs> Attractive women. I'd be like, yeah, it's just not going to happen. Doll. Hit the bricks. And this guy shoots up heroin and comes. Sorry, dollface. No, comes, no finish comes, comes, he says. How insulting is that? Uh, not doll. A, sorry. You're not doing it for me. Hit the bricks. Yeah. God. Pound is, payment, lady. That is, I mean, it's happened a lot. Like I, You're just not the thing, apparently. So, sorry you came here. Oh, my God. Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> you didn't either, probably. I'm not concerned with that. <laughs> now you need to leave because I want to watch YouTube. And 
you probably don't like the same things I like, and you'll complain. <laughs> can I stay on the couch? Yeah, you can stay on the couch. <laughs> don't turn the TV hey, on too I've loud. I've been in a car full of people with Dutch, and him <laughs> tell one person out of that car that he's not allowed. <laughs> Not allowed to come up here. <laughs> <laughs> who was it? He got out and walked. I'll tell you later. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't it was know deserving. Exactly who it was because he was annoying me the entire night. <laughs> it was deserving. <laughs> made him but walk yeah. right back that down the hill. Make me feel a lot better because the night me and my ex-wife split up, I came here. <laughs> <laughs> and we sat here and drank. It was the weird. Watch YouTube. Watch Weezer videos. Weezer videos in the old computer yeah, room. for hours. Like, man, that we weren't even room. really friends then. I mean, we were, but not like we became. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like that was like the first. Then I moved away for two years. Yes, you did. And then I came back, and then we. Shit. Man. And then I made artisan pieces. Yeah, I, you made artisan, <laughs> artisan pieces. Mmm, <laughs> artisan pieces. I swear to God, how I met you. It is great. Every once in a while, we do. Uh, we will quote that. We'll be Mars walking through the grocery store and be like, mmm, artisan pieces. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love if that. We were professional, I, love that you, I love that you have a funny, positive memory. If we were professional broadcasters, we would end right there because you did a callback to the artisan pizza joke from the very beginning. But we're not. So we're, we're not professional. <laughs> totally not professional. So yeah. stop, stop the episode right now if you want a nice arc. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't know why I, I was I was I was thinking about the episode episode uh, title totally high key for I, that, <laughs> that one always got made me chuckle. <laughs> I'll look it up and see why it was funny. I don't know. I can't. It, was it just might funny. have been taken down. No, it's not because I saw it just the other day. I was going through the names. Of the, I'll do that. I'll just scan through the names of the episodes and start laughing. <laughs> like my husband will suck that dick has like two thousand plays. <laughs> I still stand by that. <laughs> and then there's I can't the remember the dollar amount, but I still stand by it. <laughs> then there was the episode I like to suck them and make them soft. Is I like to suck them and in parentheses and make them soft. What was that? That was one of the episodes. I don't remember. What I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, we were talking about candy or some shit. I mean, it probably. Was, yeah. that, that sounds right. That's funny. Yeah, you you walked in. Arts and pizza. <laughs> so good. Um, I'm trying to think of other favorite things. I've been so boring lately. Um, I've been really obsessed with the gym and my diet and stuff. Yeah, kind of totally. High key was two hours forty nine minutes and thirty five seconds. It was episode twenty four. Holy yeah. shit! You are a nigger, you're dog, and you're a racist bitch. <laughs> what? I, I remember this. We used to come in with clips. Yeah, I remember that. Aaron found that clip. I don't remember that at all. Sweet China's oversized clit. We are back. No Peter is sweeter. I remember we used to do that too. Aaron would. I used to have the sound, the board that had effects on it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Show us your tits. <laughs> um. No, the the gym thing is. I mean, I don't know if you're done with your favorite things. But yeah, was, we're done. Okay. Yeah, we're really lame. <laughs> no, the gym thing with me has been a favorite thing, but it's been, a, I've had to completely, not completely, but 
change the way I think. I mean, I'm not going for strength anymore. It's for to get as strong as possible and also to be a better boxer. So you're just not going to be as strong. And that's a real bitter pill to swallow because I'm a person who's always tried to be as strong as possible. Now you're just looking to throw the best punch. So that doesn't include bench pressing 400 pounds or whatever, because at some point you're going to be so big that you just can't do anything. Like, there's a reason Eddie Hall can't really throw a good punch. He's just too big to throw a good punch. Hofthor had to lose 100 pounds to throw a good punch. You know, it's and it's the, where it's gone, you know. And it really bothers me some days. And it's like, man, you know, I, I can't move near as much weight as I used to. And I have to ego check and be like, well, this is the deal you made. You know, this is what you're pursuing. You know, and you box three to five times a week. Um, you're going up in boxing class. And then you're training. I, I'll call it training one day, and he talks <laughs> it to me. So he, he told me, I said, hey, you want to do the show at five? Here he comes. He's like, well, I have to train. So could, would six be okay? And I was like, yeah. And it went right through me. And Why did it fucking go right? It doesn't make any sense. Until I see you on a poster squaring off against somebody else, don't call it training. You are going to boxing class. You are. But it'd be boxing class if it was a. The reason I call it that is because boxing class doesn't fit because it's just me and one other person. That's the reason I don't call it. You guys are so cute. <laughs> no, it's just because it burns his ass, which it burns mine. It really doesn't. I just want to bother you. <laughs> no, it really does. What if I fashion. said I was training for disc golf? I would be like, that's awesome. And then behind my back, you'd be like, what if No, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't talk shit behind what your back. What a fag. In your mind, you'd be like, what a dipshit. Yeah. Disc golf, throw a fizz, frisbee, little frisbee. You, go play, you, you took it. You take it seriously. I take this seriously. I don't take it seriously. You I do play in a tournament today with mulligans. We could buy mulligans. <laughs> it's not taking it seriously. Uh, anywho, <laughs> oh, we had something to talk about when we were walking in. I just remembered. Remember, you were talking about the donkeys. Yeah. Was there not a, a donkey game basketball they used to do at Golly Bridge? Yes. Why? I don't know. I've never heard of it's this. It's a in fundraiser my life. thing. Well, he just said it's so like not like everybody does, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Donkeys yeah. in a basketball? Donkey court? basketball? Well, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. It was just donkey basketball. Is what yeah. it was called. Yeah. What the? You ride a donkey and play ball. This yeah. place is wild. It's crazy. They do it all over the place. I've never heard of those. I will look up. Why? <laughs> it seems like. It seems like it would ruin the floor. <laughs> it, I mean, there is a mess. But I mean, like, but you raise the a courts? Few Do you? <laughs> I mean, is it offset by cleaning all this shit? Offset, and then you have to, like, refinish your fucking floors every other year. This is so stupid. Yeah, so tonight we're heading inside. For Donkey basketball made it onto a sports center type thing. I'm Frank Vassler. So people just Max. ride don it's a donkeys. Popular way to raise money for a good cause, but it is unusual. Popular way to raise it money. It is unusual. And tonight it was. <laughs> you just said it was popular. Someone throw down a slam donkey. This a slam donkey. We don't have a lot of points scored in donkey ball. Look at that hat. It's a low scoring event. Just keep the ball and go for layups. It's probably our best bet. Actually, can't really get your legs into it and getting in sync with the donk. This is so stupid. <laughs> Especially if you get one as stubborn as Latrell Sprewell. Oh my God. The donkey's name was Latrell Sprewell. That's a real basketball player that punched his coach. <laughs> I remember. Stupid is because he's decided your idea is dumb or stupid, and he's not going to participate. He's the smartest thing in that room. <laughs> this is demeaning to us both. I hate it. 
When he said it, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? There it goes, Linus. Why? This is high-paced action. This is, so this is better than the WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? They've been playing to three to four hundred people a night uh, for two decades. I hate this so much. They probably score just as much as the WNBA. <laughs> you know what they need? They need trans women to go over and play in the WNBA to drum up some interest. Right, folks? Am I right, folks? This thing on. Isn't there a movie based on that? Juana Man. Juana Man. <laughs> well, no, like one that was just recently released. Yeah, um, Ben Shapiro's production company made a movie uh, about people, uh, trans women, fake trans women, just deciding to... Play in a women's play, league yeah. to get it, their it, former it, glory back. It struck me as being like a. Bro- it could have been done well. A broken. It could have been movie. funny. It could have been done well if people that are funny wrote it, mm-hmm. acted in it, thought like of. Like I it. said, if I if I'd seen Farva and like the yeah, guys from some Super Troopers in it, yeah. that would have been funny. Yeah, because I watched Super Troopers the other day. It's fucking great. It's Give me Will Ferrell and John C. Riley as fake <laughs> yeah. trans women. To the I'm all women. in it. Yeah. They'd be the ugliest women fucking ever. Um, Can you imagine the outrage? It didn't uh, drum up any outrage. But I was like, oh, yeah, that movie's not that good. <laughs> the movie's not very good. <laughs> yeah. saying, like, and you can only girl. watch it in one. You know the people that like loved it. Yeah, you know? that movie is hilarious. That movie's so. Yeah, can fun. you believe they made that movie today? Today, in this day and age, like and it's only available on the DailyWire.com <laughs> on their app. <laughs> well, the Daily Wire is also making their own Cinderella movie. Yeah, starring. Female uh, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, she's real pretty. Black she looks like girl. Ben Shapiro. Oh, um, oh, what's her name? It's right at the tip of my Brett, tongue. Brett uh, Cooper. Is that her name? I think it is. Brett Cooper. Is that really? Name? Yeah. Is it going to? I mean, is it? What's the premise? Like? Well, what the premise is it actually follows the story of Snow Yeah, White. that's the it's premise. Not, yeah. <laughs> oh. They were hitting back on Disney being, you know, like, well, now we've got magical creatures. Now we've got, you know. Now she doesn't. Now there's no love the interest. Now, yeah. now we're weird, 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 weird. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yes. Have you seen his rap video? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's one of my favorite things. Because I don't he's like less that annoying. Tom McDonald I don't guy. like him either. He gets on my fucking nerves. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but face tattoos fucking annoy me. I love Post Malone, so that's the only person that I. He's a he's a decent dude. He really is. I mean, he's very talented and all that. You stuff. ever watch? But I'm saying in general, I don't. I get like it. it. Yeah, it, it, it turn, You know, mm. you're, you're like you ever watch Post Malone dance? And shit. I I just know he's super talented. You ever watch him man. dance? No. His dance, no, he's not good. No, not, okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, like, he, he can't be good at everything. It makes it, if I'm having a bad day, I just search him. Sure. But he's serious. but he is a really great dude. Like, yeah, yeah like he's him, a you know, he's, he's a lost nice a bunch guy. Of weight. And this, yes, this was so friggin' good. Right at the beginning of the pandemic, him and his homies got together and just did an hour and a half of Nirvana songs. Nice. Listen to this. This song is called Heart Shaped Box. Not my favorite song by them. You got the compressor on, the guitar keeps going out. I wasn't a big fan of In Utero in general. I liked In Utero. It was a bad album, but I was just, I was a never mind guy. Travis Barker's on the drums. Your heart box. Oh, 
before we get taken yeah. down. It was really good, though. So good. The, but I love him. And I, I like some of his songs. Oh, no, I, I, mean, I just I, like him as a human. I don't, know any, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if I can name a song of his. I used to dislike him until I saw heard that I liked Sun, okay. Sunflowers, like the big one. It was in the first Spider-Man uh, across the universe. Or what is that movie called? The, uh, we played remember. a couple songs from that. I played a couple songs from that for Dutch. I love those. He, he was huge in the per, the producing of that album. Really? First. Yeah. I mean, the second one had... I haven't dove into that album. I know it's going to Have you great. seen the movie? Yeah, it's great. Oh, fuck. But I haven't like listened to that album yet. Like, I mean, I'm sure it was, it's great. It has a song called um, Self Love. It's the song when Gwen Stacy is walking through Self Love. And it's just like... Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's where I heard it. I was like, I love that fucking song. Because it's just got that... That kind of lonely vibe to it, but it's really good. I mean, it's and it's it's amazing. I mean, that movie just in general, I fucking absolutely adore that movie. They're traveling with, um, like, they're doing like a live production of their music from that movie. It's nice. coming to Charleston. I think I need to go see that. I think it'd be kind of cool. I can't wait for that next movie. It's going to be. We had to wait so long. That fucking that twist at the end was. I did not see that coming. I didn't either. I mean, and I'm used to pride myself on seeing things coming. And I was just like, for one thing, I thought I didn't, I thought he was back home. And then I was like, wait a second. I was like, that's not his place. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. You know, like, yeah. He's so gone good. to the complete wrong place. It was so good. Um, anywho. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Friggin' awesome. Um, I loved Spider Punk, was <laughs> as good character. as any character <laughs> ever. He's, he's the fucking best. Um, I liked uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine though. I thought that you know, yeah, was, he was cool as shit. Yeah. I mean, he's I a vampire him. and shit. What the fuck? It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but no, the boxing thing, like the training. Yeah, learning. That's <laughs> where we got. That's yeah. how we got here. <laughs> learning all the the different punches is a lot of fun. And like I said, the better you get at it, the more it's kind of a. Weird thing because the better you get at it, the the more you realize how bad you are at it. Like, mm-hmm. I can throw four really fucking good punches. Like my hooks are, I have a hook to the body, a hook to the head that I wouldn't want to be hit with. And um, I've got a good. I I do a trigger step one two. That's really good. That's pretty much what I've got. You know, I can move well and all that stuff. But it's it's fun watching it, learning it. You know, I watch this Russian guy, and I do a lot of the drills he tells me to do to strengthen punches and stuff like that. It's just that you have to realize that you're giving all your energy to that and not to lifting weights anymore. So, I mean, I still lift weights. I still do three days a week. I squat heavy. I bench and bend over row heavy. I do all that stuff as, as much as I can, but it's, I'm just not going to be as strong. Mm-hmm. And that's just like I was saying, it's a bitter pit of swallow, but – I feel more confident doing this than I ever did lifting weights. Because, really? Well, because deep down in every big guy, big strong guy who can't fight, he knows he can't fight. So, you know, if, you know, you got your Bradley Martins out there. We've discussed him. That motherfucker can't fight. And he thinks he can fight because he lifts all this weight and all this stuff, and he gets shown up for what he is. And sooner or later, you're going to run into a guy. Who doesn't lift weights or something, but he knows how to fight. He's going to fuck you up. So I was just like, well, I've been lucky thus far not running into one of those guys. So if that ever happens again, you know, if I ever get into another fight, I would like to be the guy who knows how to fight. Right. You know, but it also makes you not want to fight because you don't have to. Like it makes me walk into any place 
And it's just the little I know, you know what I mean? But I know I know that much more than a regular person. Right. Like, if you can throw a good one-two, you can knock out most people. You know, just pow-pow, just real quick. And, you know, and also, if somebody throws enough punches at you, you know when somebody's going to get to throw a punch. And John's so quick that everybody else seems like they're going in slow motion. I've seen, I've had people throw punches at me mocking. I'm just like this. Or bat him out, you know, just playing. Just bat him right out of the air because they're moving so much slower than he does, you know. It's just a great feeling, and I've gotten so interested in it. I wish I'd picked it up when I was younger. I think I could have been a good boxer, you know. Hmm. Um, good enough anyway. Maybe, you know, local level, maybe state level, something like that. Not national, you know. That's right. You have to be born to do that, yeah. you know. I, I'm born to hit hard, but I can't move as good as some guys. Watching Mike Tyson is – I mean, I try to do some of his stuff. Like the the TikTok, he he does a TikTok where he's back and forth, and you're loading up your punches and pow pow. You know, you just hit really hard. I can do a couple of those, but the way he moves, he's just so smooth. Um, watching Floyd Mayweather, much as I, much as I dislike him, Jesus Christ, I mean, just moving out of the way of punches in space, like like this, like the punch is cleared him by this much, but he knows that it's going to clear about that clear about that much. So he's just like this, and then he he hits him back. There's this Russian kid I watched the other day. Who knocked out a guy with a fucking jab? Bang! Just hmm. crumpled him. You know what I mean? And you watch all that stuff, and it's so much fun. So just boxing in general is a favorite thing. Just getting into it. Um, found a little bit more punk music I like. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I started a book. Reading a book about it's called The Other Irish about the Scots Irish about in Appalachia and stuff like that and. And then realizing every person I know around here, almost without fail, is descended from those people. No shit. Yeah. You, me, Dutch, probably you. You know, it's just like everybody around here has a Scottish or Irish surname. And if you have a Scottish or Irish surname, if you didn't come over in the 1800s, you came in the 1700s, and you're part of those people. And the, and the sheer amount of people that have done things for this country and fought all the wars. Like most of the decorated soldiers for this country have been Scots, Irish descended. Hmm. Like, and uh, you know, there's a list of badasses that are drawn from that group. And it's that traces the history and it teaches you why that happened. Like there were a group of people from Scotland who got moved to Ireland to the 12 counties of Ulster. And then we were fighting the Scots. We were fighting, you know, the English we were fighting. And it's just this group of people who were just, became warriors after a while they come from warrior culture to begin with you know the scots are a both the lowlanders and the highlanders are a warrior culture you know and then you transplant a group of people into a hostile place and then they're fighting those natives and they're and they're also intermarrying with another group of warriors who they're related to and then you transplant them to another country here and they're fighting another group of warriors you know to sharpen them up even more Hmm. the George Washington, all the quotes about the Scots Irish, you know, not the Irish. We're not, we're not the Irish, really. I mean, we are, but we aren't. It's mm-hmm. a very strange subject, you know, because everybody says I'm Irish. You're not. You never were really. You're a Scot. You're a Scottish person who moved to the twelve counties of Ulster and then became Irish, but you're really just Scottish. So, you know, George Washington had a quote about the Scots Irish. He said that if liberty were ever to fail, this country would ever fail, the last stand he would make was in the mountains of Western Virginia with the Scots-Irish people who live there. West Virginia is what he's talking about. So, yeah. I mean, and, and well, and Teddy Roosevelt said, talking about the quotes, there's 50 quotes about the Scots-Irish people, about how they're this rowdy group of warrior people who, you know, it's, it's really 
you know, it's propaganda, I guess, a little bit, but it's really not. I mean, because it's like all these things are true that they're saying, you know, but you know, it's, it's a good book. Lou um, Holtz once said the best thing to ever leave West Virginia was an empty bus. <laughs> <laughs> and he's from here. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of bad things to say about West Virginia, too. That's the truth. That's really funny. But I'm just talking about the area in general. There's it's Appalachia. You know, we have a very unique culture. And then you start to dip into it about why we are the way we White are. White people don't have culture. Now. In some places, they're right. <laughs> I mean, you go to like Anaheim, California, they have no culture. Uh, they're, you know, it's a suburban cesspool. Um, but we're different here. We have uh, music, food, language. You know, we just, we, there's a girl who's, uh, uh, she's on Instagram and she says, these are Appalachian words. And I watch her. And then all these people, you wouldn't believe the amount of people from, Scotland, Ireland, places like that. It's like, we sent this, like, are you Welsh or something like that? No, this is Appalachia. It's like, you sound like you're from here, you know? <laughs> and then they said, why is that? And then people, everybody in the comments knows what I know. And they pop up and say, well, it's from, because we're from this group and this group and we're related to you and all that stuff. And they're all like, oh, that's cool. You know, and you get the conversation going. It is kind of neat. So, artisan pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll cure the world, right? <laughs> Yeah, my family is Scottish too. Yeah, so. I mean it's it's a thing. It certainly is. You guys done with your favorite things? Um, had a disc golf tournament today. Came in sixth place, tied for six with two other people. Of how many? Twenty nine. That's really good. Twenty eight or twenty nine. It was a charity tournament. You could buy mulligans. Is it all that training you've been doing? All that training I've <laughs> been doing. Um, but I bought ten mulligans and I used them judiciously. And uh, J-Mo brought about 20. <laughs> <laughs> They're a dollar a piece? Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh. Yeah. You, the max you're allowed to buy is 20 because there would be backups. Because <laughs> God bless J-Mo, but I watched him <laughs> take five mulligans to make a 10-foot putt. <laughs> Kept hitting the top of the band. It's really he had to walk up twice and get his Frisbees back <laughs> to go back to his lie. <laughs> Oh, here's one Not to talk shit about JMO So I'm going to bring it back to myself I was standing from here To where my water bottle is Which is Maybe three feet And I was just going to drop it in And my Hand spasmed And I dropped it (laughs) And it hit the cage And just hit the Hit the ground So I had to use a mulligan there It's really funny I was dropping in for three I was like "All right, another par (laughs) Some bitch Nobody was watching I could have lied Yeah I just went Mulligan they're like, are you serious? <laughs> I thought you were joking. No, I had to take a mulligan. <laughs> Where was this at? Coonskin. Coonskin. They've completely redesigned Coonskin. No shit. It is now probably the best opening course in Charleston. Hmm. It uses the back nine of the golf course and then goes in through the woods and comes back around, uses a little pond there. You throw over the pond. And it uses the uses it all. There's enough shit in the way to where it's not like you're just open throwing. No shit. Yeah. It's one of my favorite more open courses. It's better than Cato. I told you about the course at Cato. It's better than that. Cato's nicer looking because it's an active golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, you have yeah. to pay to get in? No. You just walk out there and play. Okay. Yeah. We need to go play. I miss it. Whenever you guys want to play, yeah. I will play. Okay. And they want to going to murder in. you. Yeah, they want to fill that in and make it all the airport. 
What, Coonskin? Mm-hmm. Not gonna happen. It might. Fuck, I don't know. Well, they, is gonna, that a plan? Yeah. That's gross. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's an awesome park. Coonskin's been there like my whole life. It is an awesome park. I know. I mean, like, I just remember like fond memories at Coonskin. There's yeah, like save too. Coonskin uh, merchandise everywhere because they like legit, the airport wants to expand and it would literally fill expand in. Expand somewhere the fuck else. Yeah. You oh, just put fucking baskets in there, man. It's ridiculous. I don't think they'll ever get it, but it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm. Now I'm sad because he's got a new Remember course. the paddle boats? It's fun. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Pup up. Um, the, the, the hiking trails. I also got to play with, uh, it was, you could pick who you played with. So we, uh, I played with J-Mo, Adam, and my buddy William, William Bailey. And me and William tied for first on the card. No shit. Yeah. Adam is too proud to buy mulligans. Well. <laughs> he probably played better than everybody else, but he didn't have any mulligans. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, isn't it for charity? So yeah. don't you want to buy yeah, mulligans? Just, yeah, don't use them if you're so proud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was fun, though. I enjoyed beating him. I've been on a pretty good streak of beating him lately. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Don't care about beating anybody else but my friends. <laughs> um, also, another favorite thing from this week was the... Live Kill Tony episodes from the HEB Arena in Austin, Texas. Oh, boy. Texas. That so shit good. is wild. It's the craziest I show. I cannot believe that it's, it has gotten so big. This show started in the belly room of the comedy store in Los Angeles, California, which is, it fits 60 people in that room. And it started to a crowd of like five people. Yeah, nobody was coming to it. Nobody knew who Tony Hinchcliffe was. Mm-hmm. They knew Red Band because he was the guy that would interrupt Rogan interviews. Yeah. God, I miss those. Mm-hmm. They were the old best Brian. episodes, man. Yeah. Old, old like he'd Brian. be in the middle of talking to a physicist and Brian would be like, butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Make a fart joke or something. <laughs> it's kind of like when I'm fucking my girlfriend and I, <laughs> Brian. Brian, not now. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that so much. <laughs> but uh, he had Dr. Phil as a guest on, on the first night. And it's not Dr. Phil, it's comedian Adam Ray. Who is, is who has made a, a whole new thing. Because he was doing fine as a comedian, like a stand-up comic. Now he does like a show where he interviews other comedians as Dr. Phil. <laughs> and he comes on that show as Dr. Phil and just... Goes off Destroys <laughs> Just everything he does Destroys What was the time marker That I sent you to watch I, I told you, you If you don't do anything else Just watch this part Let me look it up I'm going to Alright Okay It's there. at uh, One hour and 44 minutes One hour and 44 minutes I'm going to make sure That's turned down Dude You're going to die like you might not you might not think it's funny at all now that I think about it. No, why why wouldn't I? It killed Tony he's hold on all this right. show is in an arena. By the Six, way. There's like eight thousand people or something like that. But the there's they have regulars and one of the regulars what was, what's her name? I can't think of her name. She's like a little Asian woman and she always sings at the end. Yeah. And I'll show you what happens. Another legend of Kill Tony. This woman has See, always there he is, Dr. fucking Phil. made history on the show. 
One of the most interesting creatures. I do need to start watching Kill Tony. I, that, I watch it. It's, many episodes it's absurd. Yeah. I listen to what they're playing. Multiple times. One of the most interesting characters in the history of the show. You diehard fans will know her. You love her. It's the one and only Nicole Tran. Nicole Tran. Nicole Tran. Oh, the Asian people with a standing ovation. <laughs> She's like a 50 some year old Asian woman. Heavy accent. I'm going to fast forward past her yeah. stand up because it stinks. She's just beloved. That's why she does so well for Kill Tony. And she's out there. Wait a minute. I missed some of it. Pop star like Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, and this haircut is Paul McCartney. Okay, you get it? Mm-hmm. Her set stinks. She can't, she's not funny at all. Okay, now she starts singing. She, I sing a song for you, Tony. Then, then the band has to find the key that she's in, which the is also hilarious. Fantastic. The band doesn't miss. Yeah. Every now and then, the band is funny too. They'll, something that they'll play. This is also New Year's Eve when they're doing this. Happy New <laughs> <laughs> Completely unplanned. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a moment. <laughs> I think I got a massage from you <laughs> in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> He does the thing where he walks behind. That's so funny. <laughs> He's perfect. Talks like a wrestling commentator. He like, does. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It's 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 a level of uh, performance art <laughs> that you don't see very often. That's actually funny. Yeah. Because that was a moment for her. She was 
in it. She's like, I get to sing. There's ten thousand fucking people mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and then he comes up and she doesn't. She doesn't see him walking up. All the crowd starts swelling. Oh, they're loving this, and then he starts. <laughs> God damn, that was funny. And I was also like a little bit teary. I was like, man, this is like a thing. Yeah, a thing that I started watching ten, eleven years ago. Right, it's how with eighty people watching it online, it makes us feel like that. I wish our thing had gotten. There's like there's that. certain episodes of Kill Tony that come to mind. Like while I was living in North Carolina, I, and I, I connected because I listened to the podcast, this podcast, and then Kill Tony afterwards. Like it all just it's such yeah. It's there's so a lot warm. of people that are famous now from doing a minute of stand up, and then keep they keep they have regulars. They keep coming back, keep coming back, and now all of a sudden they're gigantic, yeah. and they don't. They never have, and uh, hopefully they never will. They don't uh, censor, like, whatever you're going to say, say it. So there's people doing racist jokes, and it's like. Yeah. <laughs> call, <laughs> the, band, the band behind them is all black dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. It's, it's I, I want to see it live, because, like, I, actually, I think I've met a guy that's been on it whenever they had that comedy show at uh, the place in Bell there. But, yeah, like it's one of the weirdest things. You, like it, literally anything can happen. Like it was there's, cool. we saw him in. Oh, you went and saw it. Yeah, yeah. that was back when they had the uh, original band. Oh yeah, and Jeremiah, he was the cat burglar. Cat burglar. <laughs> <laughs> there was a girl that like she, she got a golden ticket. She got a golden and ticket, and she hasn't cashed it in anywhere. She a girl really from good. Raleigh, North Carolina, got a golden ticket, and she never, she hasn't been on it since. Huh? She but was, she was she paralyzed. Was yeah, but. And, Holy shit, was she funny. She brought the place down, man. Really? Yeah. Yes. Was it a filmed episode? It, it was, was the audio to it is, yeah. Okay. It was like the first time they took it on tour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it now they, awesome. they just sold out the LA Forum. They just sold out Madison Square Garden twice. Yes. Shit. That's insane. It's it crazy. crazy. I love it. Yeah. Aww. And the, these were just a bunch of retards. Yeah. <laughs> Red Band, like Red Band's a genius. Everything that he's in, Rogan, your mom's house. Mm-hmm. He he was the original producer of that. Yeah, yeah. Kill Tony. Red Band, like to be such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he really, he's like one of us, man. Like, he really is. He really is. Well, here's the thing. He knew about all this shit. Right. He knew how at to do the all t- this at shit. The right he, time. And he knew how to do the cameras where you could put it on YouTube. YouTube's a thing. You're going to want this. And Joe's yeah. like, why would I want that? I don't care. No, you're going to want this on YouTube. It's going to be a thing. At, in 15 years, somebody's going to give you $250 million. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously, that, that was announced today. <laughs> $250 million and it's no longer going to be exclusive. Yeah, it's going to be on YouTube and everything. Yeah. Paramount Plus. <laughs> Paramount Plus. It's going to be on nuts. Netflix. And we, what is we used to listen to Joe Rogan like at actual welding. Like, yeah, we listened. To Nobody it when listened it to it. Yeah, yeah, like right, right after. Yeah, right after the he started. I used to listen to all the the Death Squad things. Like the we started right after he started. No, we started like six years after. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying we've we've been listening. Yeah, to it. pretty much. I haven't. It's not for any reason. I just haven't listened to it in a while. I like, listen to certain ones. I'm overloaded on. I would recommend right the now. the one that I'm listening to now, the one with that Josh Dubin guy from the Innocence Project. Those are always just yeah, those are great because <sighs> he always brings somebody on the show that he just got out of prison. Yeah, and this guy they brought on the show is is wasn't innocent, right? But he got over sentenced, and it's just like Jesus fucking yeah, Christ, that dude's awesome. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, 
I would recommend the Moshe Kasher one because Moshe Kasher kind of rules. Funny dude. Yeah. Jew. Funny guy. Moshe. Moshe Kasher. I never would have guessed. guessed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kill Tony rules. I'm glad they're not changing it. Legion of Skanks rules. I watched the Legion of Skanks last night or earlier today, I think. <laughs> After I got done with disc golf. Yeah, I think I came back here and watched the Legion of Skanks. I really want to go to Skank Fest. That's like the only. That's the only festival. I don't. Yeah. Fuck. I don't want to go to anything else. Coachella. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do Fuck the like one that. down in Tennessee. I want to go to Skank Fest. I think yeah. Skank Fest would be fun. Skank Fest would rule because it's just a bunch of dudes in black shirts and beards watching comedians who are also a bunch of dudes in black shirts and beards. <laughs> I just feel like it'd be a vibe. Like, and they have fun. fights. They have Ellis Mania, Jason Ellis. They have like fights, like weird fights, like. Um, sock fight uh, Sock fights Where you gotta try to rip a sock off They usually <laughs> save that for hot chicks yeah. They wrestle and try to rip socks off of each other But they have like musical chair fights Where there's six people Four chairs The two people that don't get chairs Fight <laughs> Like fist fight? They fight oh, They God. have boxing gloves and they fight for a minute Oh shit <laughs> it's, <fun>. <laughs> it's pretty great It's a pretty great idea Um, And then they had Like they had the Goddamn comedy jam. The goddamn yeah. comedy jam, which is always great. They do a roast sometimes. The goddamn comedy jam is a weird thing because, like, you you watch it and you're like, it used to be a thing where the comedian would come up and do a couple minutes of stand up about the song they're about to do or something mm-hmm. like that, and then they now it's just we're just doing we're just doing they're live just doing band karaoke, karaoke yeah. and it rules. <laughs> like, and that because comedian all comedians want to be singers, right? And all singers want to be comedians, mm-hmm. and um. They actually get to get up there and rock out with a really good fucking band and people into it in the crowd. Like everybody's on Molly just going nuts. <laughs> and like there's been there's been some that I've watched that I've I felt inspired by a bunch of retards playing a <laughs> yeah, fucking bunch of monster magnet song. <laughs> <laughs> Space Lord. <laughs> monster Magnet. Hell yeah. Um yeah, the monster magnet rule. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah. We had that one song. We should go to Skankfest. So I would love to go to Skankfest. Where is it? You would think Yo Kratom would have fucking I know. given me a ticket to Skankfest as much Kratom as I was buying from. Every other month, I was buying a kilo of Kratom. Is it in Vegas again? It's going to be in Vegas again, ain't it? This next, yeah. Why, is that their Kratom company? Yeah. Yo Kratom is the lead sponsor of everything they do on that network. Yeah. That was not bad Kratom when it got right down to it. I get a feeling that all Kratom comes from Yo Kratom. And they just repackage it. Or for Kraybot. <laughs> Kraybot's different. I ain't never gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> fucking William Montgomery. Yeah. William Montgomery is Aaron if he was bald. Yeah. He's he's like the longest running regular on Kill Tony. And he is fucking hilarious. He's his stand-up's not even good. I He's would just say it's him. It's just him. He still his interview. Yeah. yeah, his interview afterwards is what is. I'm sure his stand-up's fine, Some but he's not going to waste his material and kill Tony. Right. Probably not now. He's and then the 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 roast war between David Lucas and Tony, big fat black guy, tiny skinny white guy. You look like a gay pigeon. Something. Yeah. Like, it's always something fuck. like that. You're yeah. fat and black. Has Bill Burr been on there? Yeah, he's been a guest, like yeah. a guy that one of the helps panel judge. Mm-hmm. And make fun. They're supposed to get. They're supposed to critique and give advice. Yeah, but it's not. But they only do that if the guy's good, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, if the guy's actually good. See, I've seen a clip of that where Bill Barr started kind of talking shit to Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the bit. Yeah, 
You're supposed to attack the host on that. Right, show. right. Because I mean, he's, just... he's, he's uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying it was actual anger, but you know how Bill Burr... Yeah. Mr. Fucking Sunshine over there, Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah. He was giving him hell for giving the, the stand-up yeah. act hell. It's like, you need them. You need to see the Ric Flair episode. <laughs> oh, my God. They had Ric Flair on stage. Of Legion of Skanks? No, no, of Kill of Tony. Kill Tony. Oh. They had Ric Flair as the, as the guest on Kill Tony. <laughs> With Shane Gillis, Ari Shafir, Mark Normand. With Legion of Skanks. With Legion of Skanks <laughs> behind them. Two, at least one guy from Legion yeah. of Skanks behind them. And they were just making fun of Ric Flair. They were making fun of the everything. Old time. Ric Flair was in tears because they were making fun of the comedian. He's like, I'd, anyone who gives their, because the guy was like a wrestling coach or something, the anyone who gives their time to children to help raise him. My son died of a heroin overdose. And, <laughs> Jesus and Christ. And they were just really making fun of him. Like one of them goes, Louis J. Gomez with the best joke of the night just goes, Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Instead of whoop. Oh, God. God damn it. It was so fucking funny. But Ric Flair was legitimately pissed off. Yeah, like, he got I, up and walked out. One of them literally said, like, um, after he got off the stage, he talked about his kid dying of a heroin overdose. Why couldn't it have been him? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and this, I and thought you wouldn't watch me because Ric Flair's awesome. Turns out they were nope. just Nope. Ric Flair was a real shit, shit ass on that <laughs> fucking episode. Was he? He could not. He doesn't like making fun of people. I was like, why Why did he sign up to do this? He didn't know. He's buddies with Tony. He'd never seen the show. Like and he's, he was doing like a live podcast with Tony, and that's probably dead now. Mm. I don't even know if any of it ever got released. Very funny. Oh. Tony just went with it. He's like, after a few minutes of them making well, fun he of him, he's like, guys, guys, That's guys, my, one of my on. idols back here, you guys. <laughs> he did say that. Nick, Kill your bother me. <laughs> God. It was very fun. The boo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love Lewis. Like, right behind. He was right behind Ric Flair. <laughs> boo. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, God damn it. Well, Fla- I mean, Flair's kind of a shithead, too. I yeah. Mean, yeah. He kind of sucks. I mean, I, I like him, of course. I love Rick Flair. But, you know, after watching that 30 for 30, and Jesus. Has everybody heard about the Vince McMahon stuff? Yes. Oh, yeah. And Brock Lesnar. Is anyone He's shocked? Fucked. He's fucked as well. Nah, nobody's fucked. Everybody's going to be fine. But Well, I mean, you know what I mean. Well, I mean, did they, did they pull Vince McMahon from the WWE Network? Yes. Like, any episode with him in it? I You'd have to get rid of every episode of everything. Well, ever. I, I, I thought heard, they, I just thought that, that he quit the thing or whatever. Well, I uh, somebody said the that they deleted. They probably deleted a bunch of like forcing women maybe to do things interviews. angles. Yeah, maybe because there was a lot of angles where he would force women to do things. He mm-hmm. made fucking Trish Stratus bark. Oh, no, uh, oh shoot! What's the bl- <laughs> blonde girl from blonde girl from the nineties? Sable, no, Sunny. Sonny. Mm. Do you remember when Sonny got slopped? Have you seen her lately? Uh, Find Sonny getting slopped. Hold on. Slo- oh, yeah. <laughs> Just his by the, reaction. By the God ones? <laughs> I think so. The God ones. Remember the God ones? Remember you could just be a farmer and that was your yeah, thing? Yeah, thing. Big John Stud. <laughs> big John Stud was a farmer. <laughs> He's a big fucking dude, too, man. His reaction to this is fantastic. I mean, it, what's what was he reacting to when they did like the thing with the meme where he's like, you know what I mean? I'm not sure. The, the miss, Vince McMahon. When Vince meme. is like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Look how hot Sonny was. So now she's just a pig. Just an absolute. The smoking guns came down. <laughs> she's in fucking prison. It happens at around my prison. Three ten. She killed someone in a DUI. Ooh. She's she's going up for twenty years. 
I love you. Damn. She got 20 years. Yeah. Oh, the it. smoking guns are in the ring. There's Billy and Bart. My God. <laughs> Bart Gunn, who is a legitimate badass, beat the shit out of everybody. Ended Dr. Death Steve Williams' career. Oh, the stinger death drop. Hillbilly Jim. She can't go anywhere. She's stuck. She's cornered. And we want sister. Who's her boyfriend who she shit on? Chris Candido. Yeah. Who apparently was a really good guy. Come on now. But but what he did, did he have it at his heart? Could he do it? Wrestling rules. He's got a puke. He's got a puke. And then, God, she was safe. I remember when she was the manager of LOD 2000. Oh, God, that was awful. Yeah. And then, and then, no. Ned Look at that. Chunks and all. Vince get, Vince gets so fucking. He gets so fired up. It's so good. She's slipping and sliding. Let's take another look at it. Lawler gets me. He's. That is fucking great. It's fantastic. I liked on the. This is the XFL. They were interviewing Ebersol, and he was making fun of Vince for that voice. Oh, yeah. He's like, don't do that voice. He's like, we're trying to. And then he said, the first thing he does, this is the XFL. He's like, (laughs) Vince, I just told you not to do that. (laughs) (laughs) The Rock's taking a bath on it, too. He bought it. Oh, yeah. He's trying to bring it back. He's coming back to wrestling. Yep. Well, when you try to destroy Superman, that's what you get. Yep. That's what happens. That's right. Was it not good? Shazam? Black Adam? Or, yeah, Black Adam. Yeah. He tried to set up Superman so he could knock him down. That's what yeah. he tried to do. There was multiple scenes. And nobody was fucking having it. There was multiple scenes where he like he was in the kid's room and he, the kid had Superman posters up all over his wall. And he's, he doesn't know who Superman is, the Black Adam, because he has just awoken from an eternal sleep or something. Yeah, it's uh-huh. garbage. Whatever. Garbage as fuck. <laughs> it's... It's every other superhero story. This, the effects were cool and all that stuff. And then like, yeah. like he he sees him and he sees the big jack guy or whatever, and he just like shoots lasers through Superman. Like, okay, that's a that's a slight. That's he's mm-hmm. setting up an angle, right? Just like in wrestling, right? Wasn't a bad idea, but if yeah, he was, you got to lose the Superman. Well, that's insane. You can't beat Superman. That's just not going to happen. I mean, you're not you're not going to beat him. I'm sorry. We all know at this table know that. You don't get in Black Adam under Rouge. You get in Superman under Rouge. <laughs> Didn't even know Black like Adam existed. No clue what Black no Adam clue. was. That's fair. That's fair. But you know, it didn't know exist. You're a little close to this <laughs> subject. Superman. <laughs> Superman. Now, there's a Superman on this table somewhere. There he is. Oh, over there with Shark. Who knew? <laughs> hmm. Anyway, I don't think I have any other favorite things. I don't think you have any other favorite things. I think we did it. 
I think we're done. I think so. I think it's over. Happy <laughs> New Year! <laughs> anyway. Um, any parting words? No. Okay. Slung foil. Parting hmm. words for you. Hmm. Oh. Good night and good luck. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs>